What's what's so funny, Josh? <laughs> what's so funny? Listen, you'll find out in a sec. You'll find out in a sec. Are we starting, Kurt? Oh, guys. We're live? It's the it's the Plat Chat podcast and we're live from the compound where you know what you know what they say. We have so much fun here. It never feels like work, right guys? Wow. That's what's so great about being on Platchat Podcast. Oh. We got Bren. Did you get whipped away to Corpo land while you were just off the show for a while? Yeah, fucking Mr. X sent me down to the mail room. It was, it was rough. <laughs> Had to work myself back up the ladder to get back on the show. I want to just put more focus and attention on what the fuck is happening with Bren, though. <laughs> look at the, first of all, look at the stature, but then also just, I mean... This Actually, just like you said, just a signal being sent in from 18 million light years away. <laughs> just here's Bren, first contact yep. with man from another fucking contact. galaxy. Yeah. I mean, <laughs> you literally could not tell where I am right now. It is insane. But people are going to wonder, why don't I just fix my setup? Or like, why isn't it better? I'm using my laptop webcam. I have no lighting in this. I, the, so my room, they've designed, they've built the desk into the walls. I cannot move the desk. They have given me a triangle piece of wood as a desk. And so I'm, I've got my laptop on this section, but I, if I plug in a lamp, it will short circuit and create a Brent, fire because I almost broke Brent, my PC. To are that you door. sure you're not using the nightstand? Because I don't have a triangle piece of wood in my room. <laughs> I, don't, I don't have a movable desk. I don't know what to tell you. It's the, the way this building's designed, I'm on the corner of it or something. But <laughs> anyway, I'm left like this. My microphone, I mean, is this, this headset using? crushes my head. So I'm, I've got a microphone. Oh, right. No, I don't have circle. one of those. I don't have one of those. <laughs> the, the, my room's barren. I mean, I guess I could like... I could do this, and we could just do it from the mirror. <laughs> and I could just... I could like... Can you see me or like? No. Yeah, now no. I can. Yeah. What if I like? Go, hold no, on. that's not I... better. I like that. By the way, Wyatt, we all have the same setup. Is this better? Yeah. I mean, I yes. I can believe that. Look at Bala, by the way. Look at the quality of Bala's setup. We just have three tiers. Bolo in the actual production suite. Josh, it looks like, I mean, this just looks like you anytime you're back home in the UK from your bedroom. Yeah, I mean, it's and literally the same setup. I mean, and then just Bren. I mean, shocking scenes <laughs> from the Reykjavik Hotel. <laughs> have you been it's streaming so like this? <laughs> yeah, yeah. Dude, it's been horrible. Oh, God, I'm off center. Um... It's been horrible. This so my PC. I brought my entire PC setup. By the way, eighty yeah. pounds of equipment. Uh, where am I? He took a massive pelican case, like as much as he weighs a pelican case, through security to what Iceland. What are you doing? Were you bringing your pounds. Rebel collection? No, I brought, I brought my entire PC because I wanted to just have my consistent setup. Because I got to go back to the UK after Reykjavik, and yeah. I wanted my PC just to have a consistent setup at because. Yeah, no, you did a great job with that consistent setup. That looks really good. Well, I didn't plan around the fact that America has 120 volts and Reykjavik is like 240. So I plugged it in and it just, I, I fucking, it just made buzzing sounds from the transformer that I bought. It you know, just, the UK it, has 240 hertz as well. Yeah. <laughs> so it's not going to be any well, better when you get back I just home. forgot that. Oh my God. Why are you so off center? Hold on. That's no, you're pretty yeah, perfect. Yeah, that's better. I don't touch it, please. I'm not going to touch it. Anyway, so and, yeah, I bought my PC. Right. didn't work. That was my plan to use my PC setup. So it would be official. So I wouldn't be using my laptop webcam. Look, whoa, 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 whoa. Like, I've done my best. I've had to crank up the gamma of this bad boy 
Like, what? look what happens if I, like, if I mess with this now. I mean, actually, it doesn't look too bad. That's, like, normal. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, that just... Yeah, I mean, that's not great. But you actually had it kind of okay there for a second. Wait, it's getting Brent, worse. Brent, Brent. <laughs> <laughs> that is a bit worse. I mean, it looks like you're being interviewed in a crime documentary and you're spilling yeah. secrets about a murder Wait, case. So, so, well, Witness protection. Yeah. That was, you turned the light off, right? Or that, no, no, this is the, expo the auto-exposure feature. Dude, look at the light I like this a lot more. You. Brent, stay <laughs> in the dark. Hold on. And put it in front if of If I the plug cat. it in, it will break everything. I've done it before. Guys, I can't plug in any lights. I have to use the exposure feature. Let me produce. I have a funny segment idea that I'm going to pitch yep. to you right now. Let me produce. Go Bren, go back with the lights off, okay? <laughs> I want to see your dark okay. silhouette. Okay, I can add to this actually as well. Okay, now I want you to tell me all of the secret scrimbucks you've heard over the past week okay. in Iceland <laughs> as an anonymous source. Okay, give me a second. I gotta, I gotta make some adjustments on my end just so that I can uh, hide my identity. <laughs> uh, so... <laughs> yeah, the scrimbucks. Uh, it's an interesting exchange of things in in Reykjavik recently. Um, the streets are talking, and uh, I've heard some interesting news. Now, I'm not going to name any names because I've got to protect my sources. <laughs> but the word on the street is that um, Data Division, the team that a lot of people have got very low expectations for, performing quite well on Icebox as a map. Mm. against some of the other European teams. Mm. But also, another part of the Scrimbucks is I hear that they've been blacklisted by teams. <laughs> <laughs> they've been blacklisted by teams for being so bad. <laughs> so, so I don't know what to believe. Wow. That's a shocking reveal of information. They've been black. Wait. We... Come wow. On. Come on. Tell, tell me something about, tell me something about loud. I don't have any more information, unfortunately. My, the, it's, it's quite dry in, uh, now I don't want to reveal too much information because I'll reveal my identity, but I've had to be, I've had to be quarantining for quite some time. So I haven't been able to go out. Right. Of course. Okay. But anything, but please tell me good things about North America. There was one thing that I heard about North America. One thing. Okay. I heard that the, the optic guys, uh -huh. to celebrate making it, they all bought a couple of Rolexes. And the plan is to reveal them on the big stage on their first match. They're all gonna, they've got like a special walkout plan. They're going to wow. reveal the Rolexes to the camera. Now that's exciting news. Nothing about, nothing about the guard? No. Well, the guard isn't. The guard the isn't, isn't here. here. Oh, the well, guard actually flies out today. Why, I think. why are they traveling so late? Wow, the guard don't care about winning, huh? Not showing up on time. Uh, oh, curious, interesting. Everyone well, else is already there know, practicing. Zeta Division um, played against so many opponents that they've all come together to form a coalition to blacklist them. The other guard aren't practicing. <laughs> curious. <laughs> the the uh, the guard's coach MCE actually w went uh, did an interview and went on a podcast talking about how. Their team didn't even realize they skipped the playoff stage when they were in the grand final. He went on another podcast? I know. There are <laughs> other ones? Not worth watching. 
that's that's what I was that's what I was getting at. That's, you just earned some social credit points with Mr. X for that one. <laughs> I've he's, avoided being he's in the very battle department happy for about a while. that. Yeah, oh, so th God. I mean the the teams didn't even know what the format was going to be, so they didn't know how important the seeding was. And then there's like an article where mm. the, the optic players and the guard players are like yeah, it's kind of crazy that we got to skip into the playoff stage. <laughs> oh yeah, they're just like in the playoffs. I guess they don't have to be yeah. there. Yep. I, I think the only person who knew was about like that? Mixwell and he lost. So Yeah. <laughs> so L <laughs> fucking ratioed yeah. by the rule book. Uh, I also Anybody um, else have any uh, scrim books? Yeah, Bala, did you have any? Um, let's think. Uh, yes, I did. But I can't really. It, it's 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 bad. It's like okay, so there's a team from a different league in in EU that yeah. is uh, that is beating uh, a masters team. That's basically it. Mm. And I, I it's it's weird because I don't want to reveal anything, but it's just like eh, it's like it's a little intriguing if you actually knew, but you don't. Ten know, star so beating the streets liquid? are. The streets are really quiet, actually. Like, so quiet. Yeah, usually, the streets are kind of quiet. Usually I can hear them talking through my walls, but all I have is hmm. Jinsu yeah. yelling on this side of the walls. <laughs> and that's... I, I don't know. It's weird. I think I've, it's, it's a snow. I've crowdsourced a few scrim bucks for you, though. If oh, you, really? If you want, Wyatt. Crowdsourced? Yeah. Oh, okay. Yeah. <laughs> okay. Yeah, I've, um, I've put <laughs> the feelers out yeah. in a public sense. I asked the public for scrim bucks. Yeah. So... Mm. You know, you have to take some of these with a grain of salt. But here's what I heard. Uh, how about this one? Optic. Haven't won a scrim since arriving. Oh! That one's... Whoa. Where have you heard that from? Jay Wu on Twitter said it. Oh, my God. <laughs> not, not my North America. Not like yeah, what? this. Have you, hey, what about this one? What about this one? Uh-huh. Mm -hmm. Uh, so, you know, Fion, esports writer, Fion? Yeah. Yeah. I, I've credible heard of him. Source, yeah. Very credible source. Uh -huh. Wouldn't make stuff up. Tweeted at me, said, uh, Aspas dropped 38 kills against a top European team in scrims and allowed 13 0 to team that played in EMEA VCT. Easy. Mm. Expected. Credible. Expected. The Very expected credible. result. <laughs> that was probably against uh, uh, Gambit, right? Oh, it's probably against M3C, I, I'd wager. I hate to do this. What? <laughs> but the person who told me the uh, blacklist and stuff yeah. has said, 10 minutes later, please don't reveal that. <laughs> <laughs> Wait, that was true? <laughs> well. <laughs> yep. Well, I don't know what to do fine. in this situation anymore. You were, you were anonymous. Yeah. Yeah, sure. Nobody no, knows no. Who, re who revealed that uh, information. Well, I apologize. We can we can <laughs> we can fix it in post. Yeah, we'll uh we'll we'll do some editing. We'll give you a fake voice and a black silhouette and <laughs> no one will know who it is. You'll you'll be you'll be you'll be fine. Is that really it for the juice? This doesn't there really isn't as, any juice. This doesn't feel There's as no awesome as, as previous juice box opening. But also think think but. about how many teams are here. There's way less teams here than there are normally. Like normally there's either 12 yeah. full teams or sometimes there's like 16 full teams. Yeah, I suppose there's only EMEA. eight as well since the system there's is There's only eight and three of them are EMEA. Yeah. Yep. So, so just five. a much smaller... Oh, wait. 
Six. Yeah. You just you have eight ounces of juice versus the, the 16 ounce. So, yeah, that, that makes sense. Well. And once again, we're stuck in quarantine, so we can't even, like, go yeah. talk to like. Like the, the first time I had the I, I talked to the streets was you know I was walking by Nats and stuff like that and still like looked at me and didn't say anything or and then Shazam waved at me like those those were the stories that really made the, the streets. Wow. <laughs> yeah, yeah. When yeah, you, honestly, when you put really that brought it to life in retrospect, yeah. I mean, I guess it was never really that crazy to begin with, was it? <laughs> Just sort of regular human interactions. I saw Shazam. He waved to me. I waved back. <laughs> Just we've been juicing that for content for a year. Well, <laughs> the good thing is, even though there's no international juice, surely TSM or Hundred Thieves did something this week, right? So we'll have something to talk about. I trust that we managed to talk about TSM for the past six weeks, even when nothing was happening, right? Yes. Oh yeah, every week. Okay, great. Without well, fail. the report is in. For a hundred thieves, uh, which is that they've they've practiced without Ethan and Hiko, and that they've been playing with Will Stellar, and they've 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 been had Derek, who's been with them for for a few weeks now, as reported by like George and purists and all those journalists and various reporters. Now I've been seeing a lot of talk, okay, whole lot of talk, whole lot of typing. Everybody can't wait to. I can't wait to post something online about my thoughts on this roster, having never watched any of the players that they just picked up. Now, what I will say is I, for one, think that these roster moves are fucking amazing. So amazing, in fact, that this is also what I suggested when I was interviewing with them to get Derek and Stellar. Um, I mean, these guys are really good. Uh, a lot of people are questioning the stellar one, and I will say, uh, the two foremost stellar experts in the world are myself and Mike's HD. M Mike <laughs> and I watched uh, countless VODs. I spent late nights, many days, watching stellar, and just games and games and games of this dude. And I genuinely think, I know people love to, people love to say, oh, dude, this guy's the most underrated player in NA. I think Stellar might be the most underrated player in NA. I genuinely believe that. He has been so fucking good on the Sentinel role for the last, like, nine months with Soar and has just flown completely under the radar. Even when they had Cryo and Xander, he was still performing really well on that team. But I feel like... It's just a case where his story has been boring, so it doesn't captivate the masses. Like, he was the IGL on Luminosity last year, at the very beginning of the year, and then he was, he was playing Smokes, eventually he got released, they made roster changes, he joins a Tier 2 team in Soar, and then everybody's looking at the hot upcoming players on that team, and, and Cryo and Xander, and, you know, they're really good, so of course, but also... Stellar was really good on that team, and he was still really good, and is still really good right now on that team. In all the games that I watched of him, he plays really intelligently, he frags really well, he IGLs for the team, and in every game I watched, which was like, might have been like 30 maps, he, in any tournament against any team, was always playing super disciplined. He never went for ego peaks or ego challenges. He would just always hold his sight. He was always good for a kill, and he would back out, and then the team would make a play together. And he has really good aim. He's a really solid fragger, so he would consistently get good kills, 
and then just play it safe. He was always so disciplined. I was so impressed with, with Stellar. It was someone that when I was putting together my sort of, uh, my, my thoughts of what I, I thought where the 100th user roster could go, um, I really wanted to try him. I, I, I thought he was an excellent player and uh, I'm glad that they are trying him. And I know Mike's uh, is pretty much on the same page as me with that. Um, so it doesn't uh, doesn't surprise me to see that they are trying him, and I'm seeing a lot of people just still really underrating this guy with this uh, you know uh, re report that has come out. I, I'm telling you, he is the fucking truth. Um, I think people are going to be really surprised by him more than more than uh, some of these other pickups. I think Will is a cool one too. That Will wasn't someone that I personally was uh, really looking at. I, I I'm not surprised that. They're at least playing with him, giving him a shot, though. He was good on BBG. He was a solid duelist player. Um, if they want to move away from Austin on Jet and put him on Flex, which is a very reasonable idea, uh, Will seems like a good fit in, in that respect. And Derek is just amazing. I mean, we all know here that Derek is amazing. Yeah, He's yeah. one of the best sobas yep. in NA. Riser falling apart. He's a free agent. You got to get Derek. I mean, you're not a fucking genius to call that one out. Like, that, that just has to be... That mm -hmm. has to be done. He's available. 100 Thieves needed to scoop him up. They did apparently um yeah. as per the report that's a very good move um and i really hope that i hope they do lock in the stellar thing uh, i i think stellar is amazing but that is my two cents on I, on this report. i really like them going for uh will just because obviously bang was playing with him very recently and i really like when teams go for players that from you know from the past that they've had uh, synergy with and they have experience with and not that I know too much about how Will played. I watched like a few games with him during the open qualifiers and he was really, really impressive. Um, yeah, he was. But yeah, I just, I like the fact that they go for that synergy and they value that. Um, and also obviously the whole thing before with Bang and JC Stani and Asana, um, they all had a little bit of experience together as well. So I'm a little skeptical of dropping Ethan though um, out, of, out of the pack, right? Because to me, Ethan has always been a great player um i think i was critical of him during the whole last season because of the stuff that people were talking about about you know he was igelling uh coming into it and they had the friction between him and uh Eccles and everybody else on that team as well that was where i was a little skeptical but still man like it's shocking to me that they're considering benching yeah. him right I, th I think that's the area that a lot of people are gonna have the most questions about but also if if he either doesn't want to play smokes for the team or he doesn't want to play with a roster that's so different to what he originally signed on to do with 100 Thieves, yeah. then I can completely understand why you would want uh, to to kind of clean house in that sense. Because there isn't yeah. really a spot for him on the team other than playing main smokes, in my opinion. I, I could certainly see, and I think it might even be a better pick overall just from the outside to have Ethan in that role instead of Bang, because I'm assuming Bang is going to be playing smokes for this team if you've you know shuffled the other roles around in that way. Yeah. But... Um, if he doesn't want to play smokes, you can't justify having him on chamber and making Stellas shift roles around. That doesn't make any sense. And then what else would he play that just isn't a spot for him right now to avoid that role overlap? So I think there's many different reasons why it might make sense for Ethan to not be involved, either because there was that friction and you just want to make sure that, that Stella has a really clean path into IGLing and working with the coaches, yep. or because Ethan himself doesn't want to sign on to this new vision, or because he just doesn't want to play that role and wants to go elsewhere. 
I, I was talking about this with my chat, and I feel like it would be an awesome swap for him to maybe move over to a team like NRG and replace Tex there. And you have got Ethan coming in to like, you know, be the secondary IGL with Hayes playing on that team, maybe. That team looks like it would have a ton of potential, and he would really be valuable added to that roster um, and be a really big upgrade in that position. Yeah, uh, I I could definitely could definitely see that. Yeah, I mean I think that's the problem. The thing that the thing that Hundred Thieves needed solving is that the roles were chaotic. You can't there there was not even like a, there was no foundation to logically build uh, the future of that team with when the roles are so jumbled. I think you needed to make some kind of hard pivot to. Everything is going to be clear-cut. The roles are going to be clear-cut. This is what they're going to be set as. And then you can look at the future from there as to what may need to be changed later on. But you can't even really plan for the future if the now is so chaotic. Like, what they're playing with with Ethan and Hiko switching Sova with each other on some maps, and Hiko playing Sentinel sometimes, but then Ethan wanted to play Chamber, and then he played Omen on just Icebox. It was just so chaotic. And then you have the Asuna main op jet thing where clearly you're not going to have him at his best you need the dude rifling his, his rifling is top tier na you don't want to put him on op we, we've seen enough of that now that you just kind of need to have him on the flex role but then if you have him on flex it's like where does bang go do we really want to part ways with bang who has been probably the best player for us since he joined i, I mean it's hard to do especially given that he's a young player who still has a lot of potential um so if you want to keep him, then you got to do some kind of other swap, right? I mean, I think that's where really the issue lies is that the team had had or has three flex players, and one of which also plays like Chamber, wants to play Chamber. It's it's very... None of whom play KO. Convoluted, yeah, except for Bang. Um, <laughs> well, yeah. It is, it is just a very convoluted scenario that they found themselves in with the roles, and that just needed to be ironed out. And this does that. And then you can build from there. Um, also, just getting a dedicated IGL who's an actual 100% IGL, I think is extremely important as well. Um, I, I, it's their best roster. That It's the roster with the most potential out of any that they fielded in 2022. Yes. I mean, it's only been, what, three months, but yeah. they fielded a bunch of different rosters and none of them have looked as promising as this one, I think. Yeah, I mean, if this... and at this point, I think this this kind of roster as well, it comes down to what can Sean and Mike do with it, because this is the yeah. kind of roster that is really moldable and has a yeah. clear vision. And the team is on not got one. any no, not this exact roster, <laughs> but the roster that's being proposed with you know Will on it and Stella on it and stuff like yeah. that. You're working with a, a an IGL that's on the come up, and you can really help craft. Uh, and then you've got, you know, Will, for example, as well, and Asna playing some new roles. You've got a lot of moldable pieces that you can really try and take to be a roster that's a bit, a, kind of a bit like the guard and really focus on some of that important fundamental stuff. And that's your route to being a much better team, not just by having big names. Yeah, I, I think this roster is really good. I think that this is exactly the direction they needed to go in. Uh, and I also think that in a couple months, all the people that uh, I'm, I'm seeing a lot of people right now doubting this, these moves. And I think that in a few months, those people are going to be eating their words and it's all going to switch back to, 
praise for them putting a bit, putting this roster together where right now uh, I see a lot of people are are freaking out about the decision that that has been made here but I I think that Sean and Mike and DDK know exactly what they're doing and I really I do have a lot of trust in uh in Mike I I know he knows what he's doing um so that is that is my my uh current stance on that and then all those people are going to be able to uh, go back to cheering for 100 Thieves when they qualify through the, the group stage and are in the or are in the group stage and qualify out of the open qualifier next time. They get to go back to cheering, but for now they can uh, freak out on the internet about not signing Stewie 2K and Wardell. All right, <laughs> Fnatic. <laughs> they, got, they got some stand-ins because of unfortunate circumstance uh, surrounding their team as far as i know i don't know the exact details of this I, I i have not been up on my fanatic news but durka and brave af are unable to play durka has covid yeah. and i i don't know exactly what the situation brave, with brave, brave is Aff from is. uh is from russia so he oh right 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 right, right. yeah and... i mean i think technically it's because he's suspended but i don't think i mean even if he wasn't suspended he wouldn't have been able to go to the event so i don't yeah. think the suspension really makes any difference and i think it's an incredibly uncharitable way that the uh valorant community has viewed those uh comments as well so the durka one though that's like uh is that that's like a day by day we'll see what happens thing like if he's yeah. able to play yep. for the playoffs then he can sort of like what happened at uh champions with nevera yeah, but it's slightly different because he still hasn't traveled, whereas Nevera tested positive when he got to Berlin. So oh, okay. Durka would have to test negative, travel, then quarantine. Um, and Ooh. I'm not sure about the situation where they could play from hotel type of type of deal. Yeah, um, I haven't heard anything about that. So who knows whether he could they could do that thing? And I I hope that honestly we're done with that because <laughs> that was not fun to do or experience or be a part of it all where you know there was one team over at the hotel right da, 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 da. that just I mean, was not interesting it's better than i don't know yes having, yes it is having stand-ins but yeah i mean obviously it's still not ideal I, I, and they have uh i mean i already forgot you told me Hyber two minutes for the episode and uh yeah oops. they've got hyber and fearoth so fearoth's right. the stand-in for Bravef, which was the player that they kind of coordinated beforehand uh, they, they, by the way, they do have Otom, who is a British player that was a sub that they had signed beforehand because I think they kind of saw this coming, at least from Bravas perspective, because of the war. They realized it was going to be difficult, so they needed a sub on their on, on board. But they right. ended up not really liking that move and went kind of in a tangential way. So Firoth is a player that's been around for a while. I think he's officially on loan. He's not just a sub. He's actually on loan, which maybe there's some contractual difference there. I'm not sure. Um, but Firoth is a Sova player mainly. He's played a huge amount. He's been around since the beta. He's pretty good. He's not as good as Bravaf, and he also doesn't play the roles that Bravaf does for them too. Like Bravaf, for example, plays Breach for them whenever they play on um, Fracture. And Fracture is also a map that you would expect them, Fnatic, to want to lean into really heavily at this event because they've been amazing at it. And yeah. his breach utility is really important for being able to set up Durka, who also isn't going to be there. It's going to be Hyper. So yeah. this team is going to really struggle in terms of getting that synergy together that's been one of their biggest strengths recently. Um, even though the players are good, I mean, they're yeah. not as good as the players they're replacing, but they are good players. People... 
Yeah, there's some people that are saying that they're anticipating Fnatic still to plow their group and everything else. They're just going to, you know, not miss a step of it. But I don't think that's the case at all. I mean, I completely agree with you. It's such a huge switch up when you have Durka, who's putting up numbers that we haven't seen just at all from most duelist players. Like, the, the, the numbers that this guy was putting up were unbelievable. Like, they were actually unbelievable in the lead-up to the event. Yeah, and he's a true superstar, like, it, best duelist in the yeah. world kind of level. Like, he's an outlier among the outlier duelist players. Not a player you can replace easily. And uh, they've, they've brought in um, Hyber. Hyber? I don't, I don't know how you pronounce the name. Hyber. I think it's short Hyber. for Hibernation, or is that just a meme that the EMEA players say? Yeah, I don't know. Because people be yeah. sleeping on him. It's... You know, no disrespect to, to, to Hyber, but it's the way Dirk is playing, he was such an asset to Fnatic. He made so many rounds for them winnable. And uh, a huge part of it was also just the back of what you were saying, Josh, which is the chemistry and how well he was being set up by Brave in some circumstances. <laughs> well, I mean, it's Iceland. Dude, I'm here. <laughs> yes. Let's go. Look, um, there's yeah. mountains. Wow. Oh, that's water. <laughs> <laughs> so it's. It's rough for Fnatic, man. It's actually rough. I feel for them. They, uh, yeah, I don't know. It feels like yeah. you can't catch a break with this event, man. They've been hard nerfed, but at the same time, Hyber really is a very, very talented player. He's one of those players that you should be keeping an eye on if you're looking at like up and coming star duelist players within um, the EMEA region. And he doesn't just play the Jet either. He plays Jet, he plays Rays, he frags super hard. And uh... I want to set this narrative now as well, though, because people have been saying that like they're, they're anticipating he's going to be able to fill the shoes of Durka. If Hyber is able to come into this LAN event in a system with, with two subs, including himself, and he's able to perform on the same level that Durka was, that is one of the greatest stories I have ever fucking heard of in esports. <laughs> like, yeah. uh, it's just insane. For it's a not, a, to be able to not a reasonable expectation. Not, yeah, that should <laughs> not really be... Hard. It should not be the expectation that he is a, the, a top 21 player. Uh, well, no. But D Dirk yeah. genuinely coming into this tournament, I was trying to put together, you know, like Where a top Where did you have him in list. your list? Top two. Top two. And, yep. and I was wondering whether he shouldn't be number two. Mm, top <laughs> so, two, so, he's not number two. I, I mean, I he was, might be number two. Oh. Yeah, I was hoping we would do a top 20 list so I could just leave him off for the gag. But <laughs> we didn't. Do I mean, <laughs> maybe we'll do it after and I'll still do the gag and everybody in the comments can remember to laugh when I do that. But I just told you, I was going to do that. Uh, told you the joke beforehand. Let's go. I mean, is, yeah. so uh, what are the expectations then for Fnatic? Do we think we, they can still make it out of the group? Should they sure. still make it out of the group? I think so. Yeah. I think they yeah. should still make it out okay. of groups. I think it's possible they could still make it out in first place but i think that would be very difficult for them i think it's yeah. expected to for them to get out in in second here and and maybe they even get upset in that opening game and have to kind of run it back through the lowers and beat nap the second time around and uh at yeah. some point if dirk is able to reconnect with the team perhaps that makes a big difference for them it should make a big difference for yeah. them but they're still playing with a stand-in <laughs> you yeah. know they yeah, still yeah. lost now, brave af yeah the one advantage I'll say in that matchup, I think that they've got going for them is that Fnatic is such a prep-heavy team, and I think NIP can be quite exploitable with the way that they play. I mean, we're going to get into detail like later, just talking really specifics yeah. with this each team, tease. I think. But this is a bit of a tease, but I, I do think that just the Fnatic's, Fnatic's mantra of how they will plan and prep for games, especially with just the, I don't know what they've shown, I guess, with, with Boaster and the coaching staff. Um, 
they'll be able to find uh, things that they can exploit in that initial match against NIP. Because NIP are a team that they lean heavily into their duelist players. So it, it should be something that you can plan around. All right. I have a question for the three of you. <laughs> okay. Yeah. Y'all still down loud? Or, or are we on the fucking <laughs> loud train yet? Uh, I mean, this, I, I don't even subscribe to this, to this topic title or allowed the best team in the minor regions. The question should be, can any of the teams at Iceland beat loud? Are they good enough? <laughs> can they beat loud? Are you, are you still super high on, uh, on the Brazil? The Brazil hype train, Wyatt? Yes. I've never yeah. gotten off because eventually, listen, <laughs> listen, uh, listen, Josh, I, inv I invested in my, like, in my Gamelanders, NW, and John stocks back in, uh, back when the game came out, uh, before it came out, when it was in the alpha, <laughs> all right? <laughs> and I'm holding on to those stocks until they just fucking skyrocket. And uh, I think we're, we're on the precipice of some serious financial gainage uh, in the way of Loud and NIP here. Um, I mean, yeah. I think Loud specifically, loud, I think Louder, I mean, Louder the shit. I don't, and I want to see if any it. of you guys would dare to tell me otherwise. Yeah, I am going to dare to tell you otherwise, though, a little bit, I think. Oh my because God. I, I, here's my issue, is that... Is Remember, that you're, everyone, you're, this, is, this is what we call the Platchat Green Square moment. He doesn't know. <laughs> He's unaware. No, I, here's, the only thing that I'm trying to do here is temper expectations, because the way that the community goes is that if they get a shred of hype around temper a minor region team, they, they actually just think they're going to win the whole thing. Like, if you talk to a... a a fan of loud right now they Me. are actually just green square pepe laugh they're gonna win the whole event and yep. i'm just saying it's smugly like <laughs> these guys don't know the loud are actually the favorites to win the whole thing yes they, they're, they're not favorites to win but i think they're a great like dark horse team that you could take a punt on to win this event you you can't be telling me that you think they're just straight up favorites okay maybe he does think they're straight up favorites but you know i haven't well. been Oh, sorry. I'm I, was just, I was just bedged just listening to these boring analysis takes. Just oh, dude, the, the lat who uh, who who? Okay, wait, wait. Actually, okay, let on. me let me wake you up no, for no, a no. second. Why? Let me real, go on. No, 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 no. Give me the real fucking hard hitting analysis. What are loud going to be doing wrong, which will lead them to not win? I think some of the things that are missing from their game right now. Are uh, the um, the the really tight um, fast spacing that sorry fast and well spaced hits and fast retakes that mm -hmm. the North American teams have been incredible at recently. So these um, these defensive setups that they have are really good, but when they need to get into a retake position, for example, they don't try to do that like denying the plant, putting a ton of pressure on you, swarming you, and, and suffocating you. They 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 tend to like give a lot of the opponents a bit of time to work with and then rely on their their not just individual ability because they're not just an aim heavy team but they don't have that same level of like superb coordination that you see from you know like with the with the version 1 site hits or how the guard play for example or when when optic are playing at their best or you know like a fanatic or a mech or th those kind of teams they're missing that the super tightly coordinated stuff i want to see this is all talk i want to see some hard hitting video evidence right now well i'm going to show you some good stuff first because Go. a lot of it is good stuff <laughs> you want 
You want to see some good stuff, Wyatt? <laughs> I mean, the, I mean, this sounds like you can't show me otherwise. But all right, okay. Yeah, no, all I right, can watch good shit. Then. I let can watch you good shit. Alright, if I knew I was supposed to be prepping like a fucking defense lawyer, like, God, let me just pull the most garbage stuff I can for a team that I think is going to finish top five at the event. Let me, because I, 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 didn't, I didn't prep for you being so huffed up on Brazil's farts that I needed to show every bad round that they've ever no, had. No, no. I didn't realize that was some of my fucking legal defense. So, alright, Kurt, here we go. Let's tread into dog shit land, shall we? <laughs> Haven round 22, pull it up, because this one's fun, but it is pure spaghetti. So I pulled this one up because I thought, oh, you know, this is a cool... So the reason I pulled this one in the first place for Loud was, yep. it showcases some of the cool stuff that they do, some of the good individual skill, but it does showcase some of that, like, lacking the individual. So there, their defensive setup that they've got set up for NIP is that they've got, like, one player up on the box and they've got another player around the side. And, and yet, as louder coming in, they end up in a 2v2 scenario where Sassy starts to ult, and then, whoa, you've just got these weird situations happening here, which is not necessarily a bad play by loud. They've got their, they've got their jet watching this overall coming down, but there's a, lot of, there's a lot of spaghetti happening in the Brazilian region, and a lot mm. of these chaotic plays. Let's pull up round one on Bind, for example, that I pulled too. <laughs> which is just a pistol round that the, the casters describe this as jail Valorant because the fights, there's no rules in jail. Have you heard? Yeah. Have you heard the uh, comparisons that people make the Brazilian fans and casters and community of what they describe? Like the, the different types of Valorant jail Valorant is like a prison fight in a courtyard in like the courtyard of a prison. Yeah. With shanks, like scrappy, messy Valorant. Yeah. And then yeah, they describe good Valorant as suburb Valorant. <laughs> <laughs> Which I think is very funny. But this... So this round is a bit of chaos injected by NIP. And Loud are trying to deal mm -hmm. with it. They've got the little quad swing to try and deal with things. Seems, mm -hmm. seems fairly good. <laughs> nice. I, think that, a, I don't see the problem with that. Pretty, pretty good round. Pretty I mean, good my round. man got rolled. I don't know what to tell you there. Literally, the <laughs> came out. I mean, what do you want? <laughs> the actual prison fight vibes. I don't know vibes. what to tell you. Less is just better. Prison fight vibes. Number no, one they, on the world a, ranked ladder. They're a very good team. There's just... I think there is a gap at the moment between Loud and the teams all the way at the top. I feel about them somewhat similarly to the way that I feel about DRX, honestly. Where they are quite clearly so, so much better than everybody else in their region. And they have some parts of their game that they've done incredibly well at. Like, I think one of the things that Loud is currently really good at is that their supportive staff, the not supportive staff in the sense of coaches, but uh, Pankada, Les, Sassy, and Sadak as well, when he's playing the flex role, are way better than everyone else in the region. They, they actually pay attention to what everybody else is doing. They frag way harder than all of the other support players in the region. Um, and so it's not really the Aspas show, even though that's how it can feel, but that's actually setting him up really nicely. Yeah. Um, but I'm, I'm still not seeing that like perfect gameplay that you are seeing flashes of from the EMEA and from the uh, NA teams. There's a lot of the rounds that end up perfect coming down to kind of crazy play. shit. Dude, some of the... Some of the EMEA and NA games are perfect gameplay. FPX and M3C aren't here, buddy. I don't know what to tell you. Can you uh, can you play the bold rounds from you. Ascent? 
Kirk, can you play the bold rounds? Bold rounds. Bold rounds. Yeah, the, bold. Josh, I have a bold rounds. Will those get pulled up? I have a question for you. Yeah, please do. Why is Pancada a top four player at the event? <laughs> Why is Pancada a top four player at the event? Yep. Uh he's not. Uh, I end. Uh, Dude, that's where, <laughs> see, that's where the problem lies. That's where the problem lies. You, find, you just have a fundamental misunderstanding here as no. to what is being witnessed on the screen. A no. fundamental, Pan you just, there's something that's not connecting. Yeah, there's something not connecting. It's the synapses in your brain while you're watching this team. They're just flooded with dopamine because you fucking love the Brazilian scene so much. The this team's incredibly good, though. I mean, in terms of Smokes players, it totally would be up there. I think Les is also incredibly talented. I do think Pancada is genuinely... Uh, and he is pretty amazing, he's though. Good. I think he's, he's an excellent the, talent. I think he might be one of the best... Uh, not even might be. He's one of the best Smokes player, Smoke players at the event, I, I think, yes, for sure. I agree with that. I, I think that, genuinely, the player talent is fantastic. I think the only yeah. thing that's holding Loud back from actually being a favorite to win the event is the time that they've had together. I think the, the more that this team is together, the more they'll develop that level of synergy that you're seeing from, you know, like the... the I'm going to yeah. use Fnatic as the example because Fnatic, if they had their full team, I think would be hands down favorites to win the event. So, you know, in my head, I'm comparing people to Fnatic, which, okay, that doesn't exactly make sense because they're not the favorites anymore. Maybe a team like Optic or Guard would maybe be the favorites. But even if you compare them to like those kind of teams, the, the top level of what we've seen from both of those have been pretty incredible. The top level that I've seen from Mod is pretty incredible too. I mean, the NIP game wasn't, in my opinion, the most um, like crazy series from them that I watched. But in terms of like for me, this team is how their how dominant Vikings was back in you know Masters One, Masters Two of last year. Just the rest of the region is better at the same time, and I think now Sasi and Sadak have fantastic experience fantastic chemistry yeah. that they're bringing with these guys that um yeah that's a concern but at the same time too i don't see the mistakes that you'd see out of inexperienced teams from these guys in fact the inexperienced players like pancada are the guys who are making the plays that i'm most impressed with yeah, yeah. so that's where i you know disagree with that well not necessarily disagree but i don't think that that's going to be a problem for them i actually think i'm more towards uh why it's both than anything uh, with this team because I have seen fantastic coordination. I have seen fantastic set plays uh, from this team. Fantastic ult coordination. Honestly, better ult awareness than any team uh, outside of some of the EU teams. Um, and those guys are either in shambles or not here anymore. So yeah, I'm really excited for Loud. Genuinely, yeah, I think I, as well when I'm watching Loud. Go on, the, the Well, one of the things I look for in minor region teams when I'm judging them <clears> is how much of them winning or seeing success is like down to uh, one tricking a certain aspect of their play style right? and, and mm. seeing success of it and then that carrying them through the minor regions because there tends to be worse teams in the minor regions. Just the, just the fact of the fact, um, you know, the NA, EMEA to get much more development in terms of that structure. But Loud actually do show different changes in, in tempo. In the way that they play, they can. They've got a bit of nuance with with how they play. It's not all run and gun straight in, you know. Like NIP, NIP do slow down occasionally, but they, you know, I think yeah, Loud have a pretty often. good understanding of their opponents of who they're playing against. 
uh, and and when to slow it down and when to play a slow default or when to increase the tempo as well and how to you know really throw some teams off guard because um, some of yeah. my region teams I'm watching and there's aspects of their play that do carry them through into wins but loud are very very nuanced they have so much complexity to them it's just that little bit of polish that might push them into the very very best um, and honestly events like this can absolutely forge teams like loud into being the best um, I, I think that kind of pressure and experience we saw the um that this the fear cinematic what, what was it the yeah come yeah. the nightmare cinematic for Reykjavik and the, like one of the 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 central theme of that was being I, I guess the pressure of competition all the eyes on you but sometimes that does really mold teams like this and take them to that next level yeah they're easily the best team out of the out of the minor region teams I think you think uh, so over yeah DRX yes over yep. DRX yes but yep. you know yep. my my only argument I'm being painted as the loud doubter here but <laughs> I still have them as like a top four <laughs> top five team at the event I just yeah. don't have them as favorites no, to no, win the event I have them bro. as the best minor region team here we're sending yeah. the Brazilian commenters it. after you bro it's over for you <laughs> like, the, I know hates, it is it's over he hates loud he hates TSM and he especially hates 100 thieves this guy's <laughs> fucked are you gonna do something special if loud win what I'm going to Brazil if loud win, I will come to Brazil. I've said I've said this every event that if, yeah, if a Brazilian team wins, I will come to Brazil. I'm if loud win, they will be popping the fuck. I will off. be coming to is, Brazil. This is by far their best chance of winning a tournament like yeah. this too. EMEA has been nerfed. North America's only sending two teams. You're dominating everybody in your region. And I'm not even sending it's, examples. It is absolutely the best <laughs> opportunity. <laughs> they, oh, they, uh, two, two other things. They have a seven-map pool. Not necessarily like they're playing all seven maps actively, but they're happy to play any seven maps. Um, and they are bringing well, they new comps that nobody else... They have double Sentinel on, on Fracture. They have KO on Binds. Like, they, yeah. they, they're not necessarily, you know... Uh, like I'm not big on that Fracture, though. Like I, I kind of am, actually. Oh, I, I don't think that Fracture was good. I think that was one of the big reasons. So I pulled a few rounds on Fracture, too, but I thought they had some nice... I thought they had some all right ideas, but this Chamber Sentinel comp, I'm not on board with at all. And and the way that they're trying to defend, less is just holding down tower. Like, yeah, he's it, a beast. <laughs> he's, he, but it, it, this is not going to work against a team that runs Rays against them. And it wasn't even really working against NIP. He was going one for one and like trying his it best, will, but it's, it was, it's very similar to the way that people were playing at a Champions and it was just getting crushed by teams that were good. Uh, I, I wouldn't agree with that. I don't think it was the same type of way. It's I, the I, same exact setup as people were using the champions. The same cypher can, the same trips, the same yes, position. Yes, yes, yes. But they have the pro the thing is why it's good. And, I, and when they start on attack side, you could see a lot of the value. NIP could just not move anywhere because they had every corner of the map with some sort of utility. And they that allowed try. them to move. They didn't play an aggressive so defense. Often. Yeah, they, yeah, they didn't, but they can't. How are you supposed to do that? You just, as soon as you something can... happens, you go to the other place. You have so much information that that theoretically makes a lot of sense to me. And I, I, I... Oh, we lost Bala. Dude, <laughs> I, I just want I mean, to say while we're on this freeze train, my face that when camera... Josh tells me that Loud are a top five team. Like, Dude. literally, <laughs> I mean, that is just me. Compare Bala's background to mine. I know that is just, <laughs> just look at this and then look at that. That looks it's just so different. I told you I have the penthouse. Like I, yeah. what do you want? It looks me? sick. Yeah, it does. It really does. Well, yeah. Okay. The other team though from Brazil, Bala, tell me tell tell me tell me this. Yep. Are NIP near loud status? No. Not even close. 
Do they have what it takes to make it out of their group? Yes. Okay. I would now say, we're talking. I would now say, we're cooking. I would say they, they do, uh, but it's not in the same like confidence sense that I'll, I'll, I'll talk about loud with, right? This is a, a slight chance um, because they have a lot of firepower. But when it comes to the way that they play as a, as a unit fundamentally, like a lot of different things to me, the question that it says at the bottom there, are ninjas and pajamas the same old Brazil story? I, I, I think so. And that comes off the back of the, the fact that their core is somewhat uh, similar to some of the teams that we've seen before. Like uh, Shand is uh, straight up from, from Furia. The NJ was on crew before. John was on, I forget which game, team, the Game Lenders team. Lenders. Like a lot of that, you know, it, it makes it makes somewhat sense. But the other guys, uh, Beige and One or something like that, and Kalzazin, like are insanely uh, good. The problem is that they don't have, they don't have patience. They don't have like any sort of like meta ideas. Like it just feels like they kind of just play the game and go double duelist and just go in your face, you know. And that's not mm -hmm. to say that that's bad because, in my opinion, that is still very very valuable um, when you are making the other teams uncomfortable. But it's not not exciting to me. Um, and that's why I'm not as excited about this team, but I still think that it can catch people off guard. Yeah, sure. I think you got to remember with uh, with Valorant as a game, it, at the end of the day, if you click the heads, you'll have a higher chance of winning. And that's what NIP do. They have got a, an incredibly frag-heavy team with these double duelist mm. comps with Shandy and John. And the fact My that they lead into tactic. that is their major strength. It's, a, it's the thing that they're shifting around and bullying other teams with. But... Is it going to work against the best in the world? Because you're in an event with, with theoretically the best in the world. Obviously, it's uh, strenuous circumstances with a lot of the EMEA teams having issues. But in general, you are going to be going up against a lot tighter competition. And yeah. uh, I, I think that they have gaps in that with the meta, with the comps that they play. John playing largely Rainer. He plays KO, I think, on Haven. But it, when I was watching, it didn't look particularly good. No. Um, yeah, I, I, I don't think the ceiling is the same as Loud. But I definitely think this is a team that can do some damage. They're they're the they're a great upset team because if they just are firing on all cylinders, especially against a fanatic that's having to play with stand-ins, then yeah, there is serious upset potential. But I I think there was essentially zero chance of them making it out of this group if Fnatic didn't have those issues. Yep. Because they just don't look like they're yeah. gonna be able to hold up against Fnatic or DRX. Because even DRX are gonna be good enough to be able to deal with essentially just Jet Rainer running at them on a large amount of maps. It, it, there's nothing interesting going on when you watch NIP. It's not even interesting in terms of the coordination between the duelists either. Shandy's a very fast-paced, aggressive jet, and there's a lot of cool stuff you could do with his playstyle, but they don't really support him that great. And this is the <laughs> this is the classic John play on Rainer. The the uh, the the streamer that was watching this called him the uh, Cavallo Valoroso. Which is Portuguese for the the um the the valuable horse, but it's like a, a play on words with it being like a, a valorant uh a, a, like a valiant valuable horse. Essentially, he's just charging in, getting value by just running into areas and just fragging people, just face checking as much as he can. And that is just John in a nutshell. And I, I just don't think that's going to work against teams with any level of consistency. I think it's too readable. One of the big problems, too, is if even if they defeat Fnatic the first time around, they probably still have to play them again to get out of their group. Yeah. So, 
it's even more likely Durka's available in that second game too. Yeah, just looks tough for them to True. get out of the group. Tough, but but possibly possibly doable. How are Southeast Asia looking for for this event? There there were some surprising results at, at Champions from from that region. Um, and Paper Rex, they're back back in action for hopefully some. Some funny, funny walkouts and silly moments. That's what I'm hoping yeah. for from Paper Rex. Um, well, and then also, I, I think you should hope for more. Are here, oh. which are yeah. What is know. this title? Do Paper Rex have the Zersha to win at Reykjavik? <laughs> <laughs> we went with this title, this headline. What is? What's the play on words that I'm missing there? Um. So, so do they have Zersha? There's a question. There's a question. Is it Zerxia or is it Zersha? Huh? I keep saying Zersha. I mean, so, because it's like rolls off the tongue. Zersha. Okay, so Zersha, inertia. <laughs> See? Yeah, I, I like that one. Brendan, did you come up with that? Uh, I did not come up with that. Brendan's been me. cooking it up. That was a bottle special. <laughs> they hand you a book of dad jokes when you have a kid. That was yeah. You had a kid? They do. They do. Yeah, they do. I, I do. Well, how long have you been away from Wyatt? <laughs> Did you no. get memory wiped? Are you the real? Are you the same person? <laughs> no, I just I boring. just wanted to congratulate Bren on his no, firstborn. Dude, you know what they did? <laughs> what they, they, uh. they took? They took hundred thieves took Wyatt. They took him to the facility. You no, know, the they compound. fucking put a chip into him, made him an mm-hmm. android, came back to Platchat, and now he's fucking just shilling for hundred thieves. <laughs> I love Stellar. What do you mean? <laughs> I love Stellar and Will and Nico and whoever else is on that team. I love them all. Okay, all right, but let but me seriously, sell you on Paper Rex. What the hell is going on with Paper Rex and, and Zerkia? Zerkia. What's going on Let me sell you on, on Paper there, Rex because you're right. Last time we saw Paper Rex, they had a fairly competitive game actually against Vision Strikers. Yep. Uh, but they were just kind of like a haha funny kind of team that turned up to the event and said, hey, we're not expecting to win. We get battered in scrims by Vision Strikers. We're just here to have a good time and learn from the best teams and go go home and, you know, learn something, which is really cool. Benkai seemed like a lovely fellow and so did the rest of the team. This team, though, has made a roster move and is now ready to actually represent APAC as the best team in the region. They are hands down the best team in the region. They've been winning everything. They haven't dropped a series this year. And they they have added the level of like set plays that we were seeing that were really cool from X10 and crew at champions. Mm-hmm. And they've got enough weird comps on certain maps, like their bind comp and their fracture comp in particular are the ones that I want to focus on here <laughs> because there's they're the furthest away from the norm. They, they do play kind of meta stuff elsewhere, and so does Zersha. They play very meta. But I think Paper Rex have got some serious upset potential because they play weird comps, but they don't just pick the comp and then wing it. They actually have some cool ideas. Like here, they've got, they're playing Yoru, right? Forsaken is playing Yoru on Bind, but this is reworked Yoru, and he's got a ton of ideas about what to do with it. Here, he's just you know throwing the utility, trying to clear out these areas, going for going for an info play. And trying to use his flash to set up, gets a pick, gets out, that kind of thing. All, all the really basic stuff. And then I haven't even clipped out all of the set plays because it would be impossible to do so. But if we want to skip forwards a little bit, Kurt, to some of the other ones, like for example, round five, I, I just titled this one Holy Poggers Set Play slash Improv because it, there's like a, somewhat of a set play element to this. But you can tell by the, the pathing of the people in B 
that this was an on-the-fly call. It wasn't just an early round, let's do this. So I can't exactly see the screen very well because of my internet, but this is... crunch? Yeah, this is a, a showers crunch, but it's one where Forsaken has his Yoru ultimate, and he throws the uh gate crash down long uh down short sorry he tps into the teleporter so he makes the tp noise and then once they get uh he calls for the b players to go through the teleporter here and while he's putting a lot of pressure on them with the ultimate they flash through the teleporter themselves and they crunch on these guys and there's so much action happening in this map and so much like going on here that i feel like this would if you're not prepped for something like this i could see this booming even the best teams on bind because it's just new it's just something yeah. you're not expecting to be happening people don't yeah. play against yoru well, and they they have so many of these set plays there were tw- the, you know 12 rounds on defense here they used the teleporters on bind 15 times yeah. it feel, kind of feels like astra is almost required as a counter to this well, because you, you need to put down the sucks and stuff in the in the TPs. You say that, but they were doing that. So I was watching this game and I was thinking the reason this was so good is they were doing that kind of play uh, pretty often and punishing the bathroom players with these crunches. They did it, I think, literally in round one, I think they did it initially, but he didn't get much value, just TP'd instantly. But they conditioned for that play all the time and it forced them to use Astra. They're running a solo controller Astra, right? So sure right here on this, on this comp. I'm pretty sure, uh, which is post-nerf, by the way, when this match was being played. So they've got four stars, and you have to commit one of them just, just in case they make that play. It's on the ground. If you pick it up, it's 25 seconds later. So Zersha were trying to keep up with it and adapt to it, but even if they were, it was just heavily weakening their comps. Like, they, they've only got the one, the, one, the one controller, the one smoker. It, it was it was Holy pretty shit. genius. That's and another I, little set play right there by outside showers. Yeah, ahead, using, the, using the Yoru, double flashes over the top, double blast pack uh, from the Rays as you dog through uh, from Octagon. I mean, these guys have really, really thought about these set plays that they're running here. I think this is a team that is too set play heavy. You know, when we're talking about teams that rely too much on one element of their game, I think that is currently a bit of a weakness for Paper X because even though they're very tactically deep, they're actually looking to me like the team with the most stuff prepped out of anybody in the tournament right now, at least what they indicated in their online games beforehand. But um, it seems to be that is their primary driving thing that they really rely on. They were doing stuff in the early round, every round on Fracture, like every single round they've got to play. Um, And even though they're different, that play style ends up being a bit predictable, I think. But if they can pick and choose their timings, uh, this could really be difficult to play against, even for a very established team. Cool. Uh, I, I watched the Bleed series um, and one of the Zersha series, and it didn't feel like these games, this game at all, this best of five. Like it felt completely different. Did you watch they the were, upper semis? The upper semis, yeah. They were yeah, just they yeah. were just running at them. <laughs> it was yeah. completely different, which to me, intent like now this, that you guys get that from context, the upper semis, I think. Uh, oh no! Sorry, the 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 upper semis, upper upper finals or whatever they yeah, played this, against Bleed. Okay, yeah, this was the upper final against Zersha, I believe, and then there was some clips from the grand final that I was pulling from Fracture too. Mm-hmm. Um, but those they also are the two maps where I think they showcase the most. They definitely, definitely showcase the most in those two maps. But it's also the maps where they play off-meta stuff. On the other maps, they play fairly standard stuff, so there isn't as much room to be super creative. But these these two maps, I mean, if you want to show some stuff from Fracture too, Kurt, uh, of the stuff that I pulled, they're, they're running Neon on Fracture, and they have um, a, a ton of different ideas of what they want to do with this. It's 
a bit like watching a crew kind of i mean this is just them going for a neon ult, basically crunch. yeah just going for a bridge crunch they apply a lot of pressure from dish at the same time so it becomes difficult to actually punish forsaken for doing this kind of stuff he's got a little stun here so he knows exactly where the player is going to reposition to oh, <laughs> he just lasers one down as they try to help but yeah it, it felt like Zershi were really trying to deal with it and doing some of the right things but uh, Viperx have put a lot of thought into these set plays and some of them work really nicely. It's it's, it's really interesting now watching what you guys are showing uh, because uh, that was my idea of Paper Rex before. I thought they were the best seed team after Masters Berlin, even at LCQ. Um, they had a lot of set plays and trap plays. That was the reason why they actually did well at Berlin uh, for who they were. And yeah. when I watched them, it completely was gone. I was like, what the hell is going on? Like this Paper X doesn't look at all like what they, what they were in Berlin. But now this gives me hope um, because... If I have that again, like I'm, I'm really, really rooting for this team. And the crazy thing is, guys, they are in playoffs. Paper yeah, X, yeah. SCA team is in playoffs. Are right. guaranteed? That is pretty nasty for them. I, I think that's a huge advantage as well, just in their ability to get more practice time against uh, EU competition. But I do think that there is also a gap. Like I don't want to be too high up on these teams because when I was watching it, they're doing a lot of cool stuff on on Bind and Fracture, but there's still that. Uh, when it comes down to it and it gets really scrappy, yeah. my word, does it get scrappy. I felt, when I was watching the series, I felt like both, this is this applies to both PaperX and Zersha. They find themselves not really thinking about oh, like minimizing angles that they open themselves up to. Purely fundamentals. I'm talking, I'm talking like trading for people, uh, taking good crossfires where they're not going to be taken off guard by somebody that's pushing in a different area. When it comes to that level, those elements of the game, which some rounds will fall down to, basically, if, if your set plays and your strategies don't end up working out, and it, and it will happen, that's where I started to see it get really messy and they had to just lean on on the, the pure mechanics. I think that's a bit of a... I do think that's a bit of a gap for both of these teams when I was watching. Um, the difference that, obviously, the advantage that PaperX have that you were saying, Josh, is the set plays. Zersha don't really have that same level of of detail so they're in a bit of a worse what i think coming into the event they're very meta i mean zersha just play yeah. the most default meta comps that you can find which is usually going to be a good thing for minor region teams actually because a lot of them play bad comps <laughs> so yeah. in some sense that's really good but it also does limit their creativity and i feel like leaning more into the paper x ideology of we're, we're going to prep stuff that's different and going to catch people off guard makes them a much more dangerous team like i don't really think zersha are dangerous but they're actually i think good enough to be able to contend with the other teams in their group like mm. i think they've actually got a pretty competitive but weak group yeah because My... crew and liquid are not looking good right now the question that i wanted to ask about zersha is uh i mean kind of the obvious one that i think a lot of people are going to be thinking who haven't watched this team since they played at champions but are these guys still good without patapan yeah, I'd say so. They they brought in Surf. I don't think they're as good though, because one of the things that I mean, Padapan is a fantastic talent, and it's hard to replace that. But I mean, Surf does pretty well um, in terms of fitting within this team. But also, I mean, I say this not even joking. The whimsy buff was very real. The ability to create a positive environment in your team. And Padavan is, is a jokey kind of guy. I don't know if he was exactly the sole reason. He probably wasn't the sole reason that they're all, you know, taking it so positively. But um, with, with him gone, it does leave a bit of a void in that regard. And it sounds so fucking stupid to talk, say out loud. But I do think it, it could affect them a little bit. And 
here's the thing. We're looking at this matchup that's that's that are up against in Optic in their group. And this is again, if you if you're out of the loop a little bit, Optic being Envy, Zersha being X10 from previous, it was the champs group upset where Zersha upset them. Yeah. Um, obviously the the the, the scenario was the Optic players. Victor had COVID. They were playing remote, so it was it was not ideal circumstances for them. But they still beat them and they ended up upsetting them. Uh, do I think they're going to be playing with the same confidence coming into this match? Probably playing with confidence. But the thing is, I think Optic are not the same Optic that was playing at Champs by any means. They have completely changed their mentality when it comes to how they approach the game. And it's before I would say like a big part of their loss was down to un underestimating their opponents in the minor regions. I don't think they're going to be coming into that match underestimating them. And that was no. that was one of the things that, that Sersha kind of got away with in the past when I they were X10. One of the things that X10 Zersha was doing well in that game too was throwing in the set plays. They had a bunch of cool yeah. stuff that they did. They won, you know, bonus rounds, thrifty rounds here and there because they just had cool stuff that they did. I remember a couple of set plays that they did on Haven that were unique. I'd never seen them before. Um, they haven't demonstrated that. It's possible that they're just kind of saving it, but I don't think they were guaranteed to qualify. It's not like they were a clear. Um, they, they didn't have like they were a clear when they got run to the finals. through. Yes, but I think bleed were good enough that sure you, you're not going to hold stuff back. Yeah, you can't just kind of waltz through a bracket that's this big as Zersha. Um, so so I don't really. I mean, there's full sense in here as well. There's uh, there's there's boom. There's bleed. So there were definitely teams in here that they had to give it their all, and I didn't see that same level of tactical stuff that I was seeing from Paper Rex. Um, so maybe they've just. You know, maybe they'll prep some new stuff for the event itself, but I think it's more likely actually that Optic do that, looking at what we've seen recently. Optic have been the team that have cooked up new stuff before those big games that they had in North America. So I think it's going to be extremely difficult for Zersha to replicate their success over Envy that they did in the past. Is this finally the time for Vision Strikers DRX to do something? <laughs> because, I, I, I mean, I feel like it's been a year of just, just poking them with a stick and just... Come on. We didn't get to see them play that much. Who <laughs> something? Yeah, the beyond the year, stream. They played like yeah. six games. We really didn't yeah. get to see much, but the expectations are always just set extremely high, and I it, suppose. Bro, it's because of the Korean Valorant fans, I'm telling you. I was well, yeah, watching I mean, DRX the other night, and it, and it reminded me. It reminded me perfectly. I posted a tweet about it. It reminded me of like film students. You know, like film students are like, oh, have you heard of, uh, what, what, what kind of movies do you watch? And if you're just like a normal person and you like to turn your brain off during movies and, you know, you, yeah, that's my, like Marvel films, for example, they're like, ha, 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 Marvel <laughs> films? You peasant. It's like that kind of level of, condescending nature sometimes that i get from korean valorant enthusiasts when i'm reviewing the the gameplay um that sometimes i think it inflates the drx stocks a little bit too much mm. however giving i gave a, i gave a lot of time over the, watching drx um over multiple of their games and i think they're in a bit of a different circumstance compared to last time one i actually have footage on them so i have an accurate opinion which is <laughs> before i didn't um but two it's I think they're looking the best that they've looked coming into a global event. Uh, mainly, the biggest point being their map pool, I think, because they used to ban Bind and Fracture kind of equally in their games, and they recently pulled out Fracture in the grand finals against Onslayers. And in that match, it looked, it looked competitive. It looked, uh, I, I would say, at best, good. It wasn't like fucking groundbreaking, but it made it a playable map. And now their map pool looks really solid heading into the event. I think they can play Haven pretty well. 
They can play Ascent really well. Um, they don't play Binds. Their Icebox is also incredibly iffy. But outside of that, every other map, I think, is playable for them, if not yeah. really good. Yeah, they've got a five-map pool, which is pretty good. I think... Um... I think it's I think it's a difficult situation for DRX though, because I think it's very likely. And just as a wider point here as well, it's pretty likely for the teams that even made it through. Like they got through to the playoffs. Like even a Loud, for example. Loud could go one and two and still finish top five. And they could still have a good event while having a negative win rate. And people at home might think that they were worse than some of the teams that made it through the groups. Because yeah. you just don't see them as much. Mm, so you've got, a, you've got a strange format brewing here where teams that could, could go deeper by going negative because they have that guaranteed playoff position. And, and that's not going to... I mean, that is almost certainly going to apply for Paper X, by the way. They're a team that has really cool upset potential in groups. <laughs> I mean, it just completely comes down to random luck who they end up getting seeded against and whether they can pull it off in, like a, uh, in a bracket play. So... It's, it's going to be a very weird tournament to try and think about what even you're hoping for from a DRX. Because <clears throat> they definitely should make it out of their group. But they also made it out of their group by beating Ascend at Berlin. And people weren't satisfied with that quarterfinals appearance from them. They expected a lot more. So yeah, well, what are the expectations here? I mean, it should be to get out of groups. Because I, I, I mean... Right, because on paper, their toughest competition is Fnatic. And then if you compare that to, to sort of like the champions group and the expectations we had for them then, and then what we're looking at with the group now when the best competition is Fnatic right, with but, the subs, but I guess, also, on Wyatt, paper, it's like, okay, Lin, well, they should get out of the group. But I could But Lin was single limb, Wyatt. So, yeah. you know, it's like, okay, you lose once you're out. Even if DRX make it to playoffs and go 0-2, and two, they might go 0-2 and two against some insanely good teams, like top three teams at the event. Yeah. And that, I'm sure, would be very disappointing for their fans, but that's also a very plausible outcome to the way that this tournament is structured. Yeah, so, and not uh, a it, terrible it, result, depending on how, who they beat and how those games go. Like, do they beat Fnatic in their who group you get and put against. go out 0-2, but it's close? I mean, I think perhaps this is just a, the, the narrative issue of what, what we've been talking about. The, the stock prices are just way too high. The stocks are just way too expensive, but they are good. They, they are yeah, good, my, but they're just yeah, not. I think this is the year out of any of them where they're more justified, in my opinion. Just you think so? Uh, yeah, I think so. Because RB moving over to the jet for them has been, I think, a really good move. I think he's been kind of pounding as well. Uh, Breach has become like more and more of a meta pick rather than just a niche pick that other regions play. Like other like NA and EMEA. EMEA has always been playing a bit of Breach, but NA's been yeah. incorporating a lot of Breach into their play now because I think it's been showcased how good just that agent is at, at being able to set their own tempo, create set plays, slow down pushes, things like that. Um, yeah. And when Stax is playing the Breach, my God, like the guy is just a commanding presence in the server. Uh, and you can tell the difference it makes in how he's being able to set everybody up. Um, I, I think that they've, yeah, their ascent is pretty comfortable for them. They their play ascent really looks clean. Computer. It looks really yeah, clean. Yeah, really clean. I mean, I pulled this round just because at the very beginning of the round two, they scout that there's a shock dart coming in at, right at the beginning, and they retract the alarm bot just based off someone's comm that there's a shock dart coming for the alarm bot, which I thought was a really cool idea because their killjoy's nowhere near. The killjoy can't see it, but that's like, you know, forward planning to that degree, I think is extremely cool. Like, here comes the shock dart, and they're like, 
dude, retract your alarm bot. <laughs> and the casters are like, yes, alarm got got broken. And then you just see it pop up later on. And it's like, ah, Buzz was three <laughs> steps ahead. <laughs> but but also the 3v3 retake, even when Bazzi was able to get those those a uh, couple of kills to make that a 3v3, the coordination is just so much better than Onslayers. Uh, Onslayers need Bazzi to be going demon mode for them to win. DRX don't actually need RB and Buzz going demon mode, and they have that fragging split across their roster, and they, they're doing really well at their retakes. One of the problems for me, though, when I'm thinking about DRX, and it it kind of comes back to what I'm talking about with Loud, too. With Loud, I was really missing that, like, fast retake. I feel like that's a really crucial part of their game that they didn't demonstrate to me in the games that I was watching. This ability to put huge pressure on people as they're planting and, and, mm. and make it really difficult for them and swarm in onto them and, and show me all of that coordination and spacing improvements. With DRX, it wasn't that. That was good for them, actually. But they also were putting an incredible reliance on playing post-plant lineups on maps where you would never expect post-plant lineups. Like, if you yeah, they're fracture. They were, I mean, Fnatic actually have been Fnatic playing some post-plant lineups from Dish, but these are post-plant lineups from uh, from halls. A main, from outside halls. <laughs> and while I do think this is a cool element to throw at teams, it just is a bit too easy to put pressure on by having that fast retake element in your game. And especially on a map like Fracture where the meta actually should be to be putting pressure on people as they plant because you have the breach, you have the raise, you have you know pieces of utility that make it really difficult for you to even get the plant down in the first place. You're going to be in position ready to go, ready to go immediately. And if they play against better competition that are able to do that, there is no fucking shot that you're able to get these guys in position like Mako and Zest in their own spawn in time to set up these kind of plays and they're just going to be fumble in the bag even getting into this position and and they were going for this over and over again and it just feels very odd to me they tried to play it in the next round as well and they missed the molly on one of them too when it mm -hmm. happened on b so they they got post plant lineups on a they got post plant lineups on b like they got them all over the joint but why <laughs> <laughs> that that to me is uh, a main like what the hell is going on? Because uh, it's completely not the DRX that we saw last year. It might be good, but so often it's not that very high-paced, aggressive, um, you know, stance where they're setting up. In the past, it was Buzz. Um, now, and, and in the past, it was RB as well. Um, that seems to be gone from their toolkit, but they've gained other things. They play so much more slow, um, and in a lot of instances. They're trying to play very adaptive until like post plants and stuff like that. Um, where and this is also coming back from like some of their older games as well, like the Onslayers one where mm -hmm. they got stomped. Um, it's it's not inspiring to me the way that last year's Vision Striker was. So I, I kind of have a different opinion, but that's that's based off. I they lost in the groups to to Onslayers, but I think they fixed and a lot of it for this Grand Finals match. Where <laughs> I mean, we're looking at Fracture, which is a bit of a bad example because they did they do play slower. I uh, like, oh my god. Look at Zest. Yeah. I mean, he's like trying he's to line up a fucking, fucking Molly. Yeah, he's holding the ult or whatever uh, it is. Yeah. yeah. And, and then he gets picked because they're like, oh, he's playing postman line up somewhere. Yeah, and yeah. he missed the Molly as well. So even if he had got the, it off, he would have just wasted the ult. Yeah, but it's as long as he fixes that, I mean, they win the round, right? Like, <laughs> <laughs> sure. Yeah, on, uh, yeah. on other maps, though, I, I actually kind of got the takeaway where I felt like they were really good at kind of these mid round adjustments and they were doing it with no hesitation, which I really liked. 
They were mm. making very crucial decisions based off of prior conditioning that they were doing in certain maps. I'm thinking like Haven retakes Haven, yeah. based on how uh, Onslayers were playing post plants. They were adjusting their retakes. Like there was a round where um, I think they tried to put like a KJ lockdown a little bit deeper because they knew they were trying to play post plants on long C. Um, I think they got punished for that, but it did end up working for them. They ended up winning the retake because the players were deep on the side. And remember that their map pool is deep too. So it's like, really they, wide. They, yeah. they have they have those five maps, and they I think they can win possibly against. I mean, unless <laughs> unless you're talking about one team being like the best in the world or something, they they, they can win against any of the teams on those five maps. So. Yeah, I like Brendan yeah. calling their map pool wide. Dude, their map yeah, pool's fucking me, wide. They can play yeah. everything. They'll take like teams me. on all seven maps. <laughs> Shit, they'll beat you on the training range or the shooting range. They'll beat you there too. Fucking girthy, man. Damn. <laughs> a girthy <laughs> map pool. Oh, by the way, they're playing post-point lineups here on Split too. Oh, dude. They're playing post-point lineups. With, I mean, if hey, you bring that's that how people won the up, first Iceland, Josh. Look that's at, how they won the first Iceland. Yeah, our, it is an Iceland Korean buff. Our cams are covering it right now, but Mako is throwing post-point lineups from like he, he was all the way oh, back in his spawn, like yeah. way outside of B-Main. <laughs> like, way, yeah. look at him, look at him. Look at him, he's so far away. But he's watching the flank <laughs> too, You know what's Josh. great about this? This is new patch, and those Viper Mollies are some cheeks. They do like 30 damage. <laughs> yeah, they don't do I much. Mean, just... I mean, with the, with the uh, orb, it's much, much but, better. But, but here's, here's something I really do like about this new roster for DRX and something you can be really excited about. Holy mother of God, does Buzz pound hard from the chamber and uh, sentinel position. Yeah. Mm -hmm. This guy's insane. And, and if we think about this tournament, I think there's a world in which this tournament might be the like, you need a ridiculous chamber player to win. I think that that could be a meta narrative that comes out the end of it. I'm not saying it will be, but yeah. it's one of the possibilities with people like Ye playing for Optic, of course. Uh, and I mean, there's Sadak and Aspas are kind of rotating it around a little bit on Loud, although they don't play a ton of chamber. And then here you've got Buzz playing for DRX. Th there aren't actually that many god tier chamber players at the event. There's like Nevera, I guess, has been playing pretty well on it, but he doesn't play it on all of the maps either because uh, they rotate those roles around like crazy. And a lot yeah. of the minor region teams are playing a shit ton of Cypher. So, you know, Buzz's chamber, if that ends up being a big meta identity for the team, could be a massive boon. That makes sense to me. This, it, it do be the chamber meta. Guys, <laughs> what? I mean, I'm looking at the next subtitle, but, you know, this, guys, it's time to call the, the crewmates together. There's an imposter in Iceland. Can this crew <laughs> defeat the imposters? <laughs> That's, I, had to, I had to cook. Who made this? I had to do an intro. Look at the current topic title. I didn't come up with that. I just, dude, I just got a spitball. I'm just, I'm just coming up with shit. Oh, Brent, you went off with the titles this week. Brent went dumb stupid with the titles this week. All right, well... How good are crew looking? Uh, <laughs> how good? Are, how good are crew looking this time? I'm not gonna lie. Not good. I watched about two seconds of crew. I opened up Haven. I saw a phoenix. I was like, ah, I'm doing. I'm doing whatever else I was doing, and not this. <laughs> and I didn't watch. Yeah. yeah, I was prepping for this episode, and I actually see this bed right here. I was watching yeah. the TV that's right here that I keep looking yeah. at, and I fell asleep. <laughs> It was not, it was, not it was, enthused, huh? It wasn't fun. It wasn't. It, it was same. It was very similar to Korea Champions, um, which you know I have my own opinions about, anyways. But it 
also is lacking anything new and exciting about the team and also kind of in some cases going backwards regressing um, yes um they look the the main thing that ever the narrative of crew after champions was they're good so amazing on their bonuses so amazing on their ecos um so i was watching for that right seeing how often they're winning their bonuses never Nada. Um, yeah i don't think they won a single bonus in the leviathan series uh at the end and then the ecos are still good which is a saving grace i think this team to me right now reminds me of sentinels in the sense that they rely on their laurels um they rely on how good they are how what the chemistry is and after time i think that always will start to falter unless you really implement a backbone to all of that and that's what we saw with sentinels there's probably a bunch of other teams we can name that have the same sort of thing uh happen uh with them and that's not going to work i don't think it's going to work i think it gives a lot of room for them to be hard to beat but i think they will be beat if that makes any sense mm. yeah i i was doing a vote review of crew um on my stream i, I watched this grand finals, I assume, is what this is, the, the Crew Leviathan game. The the opening maps were so troll from Crew. I mean, just really poor gameplay. <laughs> and then, actually, when you got towards the final two maps of Fracture and Split, they looked a lot better. Yes. And, and then when I was watching some of their bind, too, their bind looked decent. I mean, significantly better than these opening maps in this BO5 final, too. So I think it might be a bit of a map pool issue for them right now as well. And, and the other part to it, Nags was playing like dog at the beginning of this series, and he really turned up at the end. And I, I hate the fact that Ask Nags. his nickname, the, <laughs> yeah, the, the Nags Mr. Fourth Quarter, I mean, it was happening at the end of every map for them at Champions, but in this series, he just played better at the end. He was... He was really poor at the beginning of things. He was playing chamber. He wasn't having very much impact. He wasn't really like moving forwards. He was playing very like lurky, not really doing too much, trying to rely on the rest of his team doing everything. I mean, Kesnet has even taken over the jet role for him on Breeze. And um and then towards the end of things, when Nags was playing the jet on split, for example, which was their final map, he was fragging out. He was going crazy. And they had really good plans for him and Kesnit, who plays the Rays on that map. They play like the old beta comp that Ascend were doing well with. They they just got it. And so I, I, I'm struggling with this team. They're not going to be better than they were at Champions. I think some people in the community are expecting crew to keep getting better and better and better. Like they just yeah. extrapolate that they kept improving all last year, so they're going to be better. They're not. They're not making top four at this event. But damn, cold hard truth just dispensed by Josh. There, crew fans yeah. hate him. <laughs> he just he gave the truth. But he's <laughs> but but also they could make it out the group. They yeah. could. I think it's yeah. possible that they could beat. Liquid. Let's let's be honest. It's a weaker field overall, just in general, than what was at Champions. Um, so yeah. And when we say they regress, I I don't think that they regress that. Like I think it's moments that I'm saying they regress in. But overall, like I said, I think they're still very difficult to beat. The way the comps that they play, they are always playing a jet. They're playing a lot of in some cases chamber two makes it so. I mean, it's the same thing we've been saying about those types of comps all, all year round so far. It's just, they have so much eco. They have so much staying power. It's very hard to put them down because they will come at you one time with an eco, many multiple ecos. 
um, because they have knives in Tour de Force or whatever the Headhunter too. Um, and that's effective for them. That's very, very, very effective for them. So the teams that are going to beat them are the teams that are going to be able to withstand that and have ideas about how to defend against things like that and play very, very disciplined because that's where you get caught off by it. Um, but other than that, yeah, they the it's, the group B though is so hard to predict. I could see them being anywhere from fourth to second in their group. Like I could yeah. genuinely see them just I mean, bombing out though, because their map pool is not deep. Stacked. That's well, it's kind of stacked, but with middle of the pack teams, in my opinion. Like Liquid sort have not of. been performing well, very well optic. recently. I, yeah, apart from Optic. I mean, yeah. I think optic, optic should just Optic should win. Well, I mean, we're not predicting right now. Hold on, hold on, hold on. Everybody <laughs> stop. Everybody yeah. stop. Oh, we're going to predict later. Whoa, that was whoa, just a little whoa. tease. If you want to see the predictions, they're you're going to have to nice. stick around because they're coming up <laughs> at some point in the show. Yeah. yeah. I think, uh, Sad day for Godzilla. It's a, it's an odd one with that with that matchup. I'm not going to talk too much again. You know, unless we want to keep it under wraps. But um, yeah, Liquid haven't been looking good recently. Um, and they also weren't anticipating to even come to the event. So um, it sounded like when they were talking about various aspects of... Um, what what's next on the table i think sleeve was saying on his co-stream that they're probably going to be looking to make some changes uh, obviously that that puts a stopper on things when you get to play in iceland so who knows they might be they might be you know reinvigorated with the possibility of being able to play at iceland and really make it far i will say this storyline is pretty sick though because crew and liquid have played each other twice in the global mm -hmm. events played each other at iceland where they got knocked out crew got knocked out by liquid and they played each other at where was it this opening the, match of groups opening match of groups where they beat them again and mm -hmm. knocked them down into the lower bracket of their group and they didn't they didn't meet each other past that point but um there is a bit of a rivalry here from last year i mean we yeah. didn't get to see that many international matchups the fact that they've even played each other twice is kind of surprising yeah absolutely all right the final team to talk about the zeta division they're coming over from they got they got all their five hundred and seventy thousand viewers are just carrying the players over to Reykjavik. All all of those viewers are coming over with the division. Um, is this uh, I, here's the classic no. question? Is this the oh, and then no. you just okay? Never mind. Not asking the question. Everybody knows the question that was going to be asked, and Josh just gave you the answer. Josh is just fucking Mister Truth today. He's just giving it up. No holds <laughs> bars. He's going to give you the honest take. Do you that know the why? rest wouldn't. Do you know why I'm giving you the honest take? Because I just did like uh, what was it? Three hour vod review of Zeta yeah. Division before we did recorded this podcast, and I want to spoon my eyes out. You want well, I think you're in a. I think something happened to you earlier today because you're in a very negative mood when you were watching. Yeah, I watched Zeta Division, <laughs> but, but you didn't. But you didn't highlight some of the same like issues with, for example, the um, the Paper Rex Zersha games. The Paper Rex Zersha games did not have some of the same issues. The, the people weren't talking to each other in the Zeta Division games. They're, they're, they're holding an angle. A guy's taking a fight, and the other one just walks out in front of it. Yeah, there was, I have there a good clip for that. Stuff. Kurt, pull up stimulated jet. <laughs> what? What? You have code names for your clips? That was the name. The brim. The, uh, this is exactly what you're talking about, Josh. The the brim stimmied the jet, and they're just. It's just sad. It was just. Yeah. That was sadness. That's, yeah. I Munch mean, can eat them alive in some portions of this, but uh, yeah, kind of. My my thing with the Zeta Division, I. I, I think as far as teams from the region coming over, they're offering more 
uh, firepower, some cool individual players on this team, 10 and Depp, and, and of course Laz has, uh, you know, got perhaps a few more better players around him to try and, and make something happen. They like to have a lot of really big utility execs. The thing that was kind of, I suppose, overarching for me, though, in, in this series that I watched against Crazy Raccoon was there was a... A, a stark difference in their level of play on the maps that they picked versus the ones that Crazy Raccoon picked. Um, yeah. and, and normally, obviously, teams will have maps that they're better on and worse on. Everyone does. But for me, it, it was just too significant, where despite them winning that bind game, I, I felt like that was one of the games where they looked really lost. Like, Kurt, there's like, I mean... I don't want to just pull up bad clips, but like you could pull up, there was a clip that's like something about reloading. I think it's like why these MFs still reloading. There were so many, Josh, did you notice that there were so many moments where players were reloading with like 20 bullets in the clip? Did you notice there were so many moments where they were ruining their defensive setups to go and get sky healed? <laughs> I mean, this was one where 10 is in with 21 bullets. Somehow, the, the, my man, Papo Gachi didn't get that kill, and then he's reloading and he gets swung on. No, yeah, I, I mean that. I, I I kept noticing players really they really liked reloading. They just really wanted to have the max bullets in a clip. Now, the individual some... the individual decision making is the worst out of any of the teams that I was looking at while I was here, Absolutely, and it's not yeah. even close. Now, yeah, I they, was watching this. Yeah, yeah go on, Brad. Go ahead. Why I don't I don't want to run. Oh no no, no. I I do want to say though. I mean I have some clips you could pull up, Kurt. The ones with that asterisks are like good rounds, I think, because they do have some good rounds where they do big sight execs. There's a ton of utility. They they overwhelm. They like the pistol round on split, Kurt. If you could pull that one up, maybe. Like they had a good pistol round strat against Crazy mm -hmm. Raccoon, and, and that was on the map that they picked was split. And I thought on those maps they had better plans. And for me, their post plants were better on those maps. They were a bit better at supporting each other as yeah, individual they, players. Yeah. But on the maps they didn't pick, like Bind Haven, their post plants for me were just killing me, man. They were just, they were very messy. The players were, yeah. they seemed unsure of how to help each other. But I, I saw some, there, there was some good gameplay here on, on Split, on, on Icebox. Um, yeah. I came into this pod review of Zeta Division, and I came into it, so off the back of Champions, I, I really watched it and I was like, I really didn't expect much at all um, from, from j just Japan as a region. I think out of all the regions from Champs to now, Japan has made the biggest leaps in terms of general play, but unfortunately, every other region has also improved at the same, uh, has also just been improving. I'm not going to say the same rates, but I think Japan have caught up uh, the most, but it's still not enough. And the, the things that you're, you're, you're talking about, which is like these fundamental mistakes that they're making in their individual plays like they I, I don't really know how to describe it other than i think zeta division they've copied a lot of these comps over from other regions that had success with them like the this is like a pretty standard comp from uh split that a lot of teams were playing they're not really playing it as much anymore it's like the double controller with the with the astra viper um and they understand how that comp is supposed to play on the maps that they like to pick, but only on specific sides. It's very inconsistent. Their, their defense setup on split is like really weird, but it, their attack side on split is pretty good in terms of how they understand what they should be prioritizing, where they should be using utility to take areas of the map, how they're pushing and pulling rotations. Sometimes it gets a little bit in the weeds, don't, don't get me wrong, but I, I think I saw something there. I saw a glimmer of hope 
a glimmer of hope from this squad. And and I don't know if I'm just blinded by optimism with this team, or right. maybe I was just setting the bar so low when I first watched them that it ended up getting. I don't know. I I did not I did not come off on the other side thinking. Holy moly. The, get, get, it, it, Josh, I was watching Brent, a new VOD review, and then it ruined your day. Bren, I don't say this to be inflammatory, but I think they've caught up the least of all of the other regions. Because when you consider... Okay, they did start in a very, very terrible position. But also, APAC are actually looking pretty competitive and did well at Champions. Uh, Brazil now have a super team that we're predicting is going to go relatively deep in an event. DRX have made quarterfinals before, and... This event could also, I mean, are favored to make quarterfinals or maybe even, you know, somewhat deeper. Which region is still lagging behind to the same degree as Japan? There just simply isn't another region I'm, well, I'm not that is Japan a right is ahead of. I'm not saying Japan's ahead of the other regions. I'm saying that the bar was at a lower, at such a low point, even at champs, that they've they they managed to do a big leap. They did the fucking the 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 warp, the the space warp leap, whatever it was. <laughs> but other teams were already starting at the point that they've leapt to. I'm saying the improvements they made from last time, I think, were yeah. drastic. I, that's what I'm. That's what I'm saying. I'm not saying that they're, they're now a better region. They're definitely better than they regions. were before. You're I still, in the same trap that I fell into after watching them in their own region, um, which was literally probably this period before uh, champs, where I said the exact same thing. They are the region who has improved the most. I said the exact same thing before or after LCQ, and then they came to champs and, and got stomped. Um, the thing is, you're watching them within their region. And exactly. Yeah, that's the biggest problem, isn't it? Yep. So, I mean, so it's sometimes. But yeah, they yeah. did win a series. I mean, they beat Havan Liberty. True. They, yeah. they won a did. map at. Uh, yeah, they won a map off crew, and then they won a series and won a map off crew. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, there were there were uh, definitely some rounds that they won. I think more because uh, more they were more due to Crazy Raccoon making errors in their play. Oh, don't um, show me this round. This round was no possibly one of those errors. Also, Crazy Raccoon were playing Killjoy. I'm buying. They were mixing it up, doing doing something a little different. Um, Neff, you must hold this lockdown, Neff. Neff, yeah. it is your job. They have to push that lockdown. Neff, Neff, he's reloading. <laughs> this is so yeah. sad. I heard that. From, that from real that life. is one of the rounds I'm referring to. Um. <laughs> And there were others, though, where Zeta Division, where Zeta Division, did. you have, like, the Walter White meme mouth when Hank died right now. <laughs> Spoilers for Breaking Bad, if no one's seen Breaking Bad. Um, but, uh, yeah. Um, but there were other rounds as well, though, that I highlight. Where, where like, Zeta Division would just walk up and stand I, in, like, Hookah and Long and Crazy Raccoon. They didn't want to do anything. Crazy Raccoon are just like, what the fuck is going on? Are they, did they well, disconnect from well, the server? And they would just start but, rotating around, and it was just... I think that was actually one of the things that I, I was impressed about with Zeta Division, is that they actually had added in some level of cutting noise, yeah, prompting yeah. mistakes no, out of Crazy Raccoon, and it was working. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I it agree. Was, it it's was a good, good thing. It's just that when I'm, like, it legitimately folded the Crazy Raccoon brain in half that they yeah, were doing did, that. Yeah. <laughs> like, it, but it, the players is, were just milling around in spawn, like, where are they? Where are they? And yeah. then Munchkin just runs into Hookah on his own. Like, and yeah, this was one not, of, yeah, this oh, is one of those rounds where, like, if they're playing against, you know, Optic, anyone. Optic are not going to be 
spilling their spaghetti because the noise got cut, you know, um, is, is sort of the, 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 the wider yeah. point that I'm making. But yeah. I, I do think Zeta, they, they have some solid players, and I think that they have a chance to uh, at, at least have an okay showing, like okay, wait, keep wait, some wait, close wait. maps. What? Because they, the, listen, I definitely saw some, there's, there's potential that they play like on, on Icebox or something, and you just have Depp and Laz kind of going crazy, and maybe they get an upset win, or they at least keep a map close against a really good team. That's... Very possible, I think. They open against DRX, and I was thinking about the way that their map pool interacts. Well, do we want to cover this in? Oh, yeah. We're going yeah, to bring yeah, in the prediction. Wait! All right, okay. There's I'll, predictions I'll coming there, up. There's, there's, listen, the evidence is mounting, and I'm telling you. It doesn't look good. <laughs> <laughs> and on that note, we're going to take a break, and we'll be, we'll be right back to predict who's going to win Iceland. Hey, we're we're back. What? It's us. You didn't even know actually that. I mean, there was actually just no break. I mean, I, I made this whole thing like as if there was going to be an ad break happening. Kurt, can we insert an ad so we make money? Where I was. Oh, all right. <laughs> well, that's too bad. Uh, I would like to make more money. All right, <laughs> let's get into the predictions. <laughs> let's get into the predictions. Kurt, pull up the the numbers, the stats. It's stats time. Who's got the dude? Look at Josh. Yeah, I'm yeah, crushing. Man's pounding. <laughs> dude, look at that Holy. number. That's nice. fucking funny. Nice. Bala trailing behind by just a bit. I'm I'm bringing up the rear. I had one really rough week. I remember the last week of the groups. I think of NA. I went <laughs> for what? what, what how oh, you got go. a That's green? Better. That's I don't better. know. <laughs> It was, the yeah, last, it was a little green. But the last week of groups, I went for f every upset. I had like Rise beating <laughs> whoever and NRG, Rise beating NRG. I was going for every upset. I was I, like, oh, dude, it's the new patch. Shit's going to go crazy. And then just every favorite one. I, I <laughs> have it worse than you, Wyatt, because I went for every upset. And then you got canceled for two weeks. And we held my fucking stupid predictions from that. <laughs> <laughs> Troll. So I just got fucked. I, mm. uh, yeah. I'm, I made it there last week, but I'm very close to being replaced by a coin. <laughs> I'm, and, and this week is a big difference maker. Like, if I'm wrong oh, yeah. across the border this week. Yep. I think oh, it's I'm really hard negative. to be wrong this week, though. Like, why don't you say that? Wait until you see my preds. Yeah. Oh, <laughs> you say that, but, dude, I, I was smoking some f so a potent fucking, a potent loud pack when I was doing my preds. Just you wait. <laughs> Just you wait, buddy. All right, oh, number one. We've got Fnatic versus NIP. Wow. Oh. You guys are, see? You guys are yeah. boring. Yeah. Dude, I mean, actually, just bedge. This is so boring. I mean, I'm picking NIP. Everybody else oh, is yeah, picking nice. Fnatic. And uh, I'm the only person who's right, but that's okay. That's fine. <laughs> I can live with that. I can live with always being correct, honestly. I could, I could live with that. Why are you guys so unanimous in Fnatic? Who's, who's the Fnatic representative here? Is it Josh? I'm not okay. I'm not unanimous. Yeah, uh, I mean, I'm in top me. two now, so yeah, you are actually the, the Fnatic representative. Okay, I got shouted at by someone who worked at Fnatic at like a BlizzCon after party because they were mad that they gave the London spot to Cloud Nine. 
the London Overwatch League spot. Like they yep. thought, they thought that you were in charge. I said of that. to them, I worked on the Overwatch League, and they got incredibly passive aggressive and weird with me. <laughs> anyway, c- carry on. What's your reason? <laughs> That's just incredible, isn't it? Wait, what, 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 Damn, bro. What, it's, a, a, it's actually fucked that you wouldn't give that spot to Fnatic. They deserve yeah. it. <laughs> Why would you do that? Sorry. Josh, okay, I. I wax, wax lyrical to me about Fnatic here. I think this one is more dangerous for Fnatic than the second time that they would play. And they're playing with two stand ins. But for me, Fnatic, if they had their full roster, would be the favorites to win the tournament, even though they finished third in EMEA, which I understand is a bit unusual perhaps mm-hmm. but i was just that impressed with the level of performance that they were putting out during the group stage in their game against mech that if they can get anywhere near back to that then i think they would win the tournament obviously that's not the situation they're going to be in right now but they are playing they have the they have the individual ability to be able to deal with uh nip okay shandy and john are not going to be significantly better and in fact i think hyper might be better than both shandy and john in terms of like what he can do just in raw fragging. So if the game ends up being a, just a clusterfuck of fragging, then I don't think that inherently favors Shandy and John anyway, because I think the I think Hyber's extremely strong in that department. And then you've also got Mystic, who's been going crazy recently, and then Magnum, who can hold his own much better sure. than the others on the other side. Like you're not going to get that level of fragging, really, from B&J on smokes. So he gets good impact kills, but he doesn't just go dumb crazy, like face-checking everybody. So... Sure. I think he, even if this goes into absolute jail Valorant territory, yep. which We're it definitely could do. That, by the way. Yep. <laughs> That's what the Brazilians call it. I, I know, but it doesn't matter what the Brazilians call it when the other people don't know what the heck we're talking about. But if this does go jail Valorant territory, then <laughs> I think it's fine because Hyper brought a shank. I mean, just, <laughs> I mean, I mean, just say, let's say chaotic. Just say, no, I, I like Puggy. the term. Puggy. I like the term. Well, here's what I'm gonna, here's what I'm gonna tell you. Okay. Oh. Here's what I'm gonna. I gotta come back after. I swear to God, I'm back to tell the truth, and that's it. Because no, nobody else will tell the goddamn truth in this analytical space, except for me. What is the okay. truth? The truth is, and IP are winning this game. And I'm gonna tell you why. It's because. Fnatic have two subs. It's going to be a puggy game, which means that Fnatic, they're, 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 they're stepping into NIP's world, and they have to. They don't have a choice. They're walking right into NIP's world, and when, when the going gets tough, when things get scrappy, Fnatic are going to be like, oh, fuck, if only Durka was here, we'd, we'd have a strat. I'd, I'd, our Brave would be flashing here, and then we could all... Oh. But they can't do that. They can't do that, and it won't fucking matter when john's just <laughs> running around on reyna fragging out i mean uh, th- that's that that is the plane that is the simple and that is what is going to occur and i appear winning this game i can't wait to be 17 and 16 <laughs> on the picks <laughs> after this one um, I, i'm not on board with you Wyatt, just in general but i don't agree with josh that this is a, a more likely a game to be upset with because how this goes is that fanatic is playing for the first time with their new team and online, that's a very good circumstance to be in. Um, in my opinion, that's just like the, the the chemistry. You're just right there. You don't have to worry about the online. You can talk to somebody. It's very easy. Number two, NIP plays a style that is so good as a team that is not structured anymore, right? They have structure, but they 
can't play that way because not everybody's going to be up to speed. Not everybody's going to have the dry running, uh, you know, time put in to actually keep up. And playing against NIP is the perfect one to play against because they play in a normal way. They play in a way that you can start to read. You can just start to understand. So I think that this game is easier than the second rematch where NIP will then, uh, and well, NIP will know how Fnatic is going to play into them uh, <clears throat> more so. Do you think NIP ever adjust? how fanatic play i don't see them as the type of team to adjust rather than just try and frag harder we're, we're, we're at an international tournament of course they adjust like of course they do yeah i don't know i mean it hasn't mattered at previous international tournaments what some no, team. the rematches no or just oh you mean adjusting from one rematch to the next i don't know <laughs> yeah <laughs> i just have i just haven't been impressed with the brazilian team in terms I... of making their rematches i really like when it goes to bren's cam you just have the logo is just so high quality, pristine, <laughs> and then just the background. Anyway, uh, Bola, I'm going to tell you something with that point that you just made, okay? You're right. So, can't wait to be 17 and 16 with the predictions <laughs> next week because yeah, you're, you're probably right, goddammit. But also, more importantly, this is the match of the week. This is the match of the week. Whoa. Oh, look at the graphic. The ma that means that you, the viewers, yes, yes, you. Uh, Timmy. Yes, Timmy22 at gmail.com. You can <laughs> voice your opinion on more places than just Twitter and Reddit with our poll. Oh, last wait, the viewers, Whoa. they were <laughs> wrong. Uh, Silly viewers. Was that did, the, what, what game was that? Who did the guard lose to? They lost to Optic the first time oh, they played. Right. Oh, it was the first right. Right. Oh, this is so Silly good. Timmy. Nice try, the viewers. Well, you, this time <laughs> you, you you have a chance though to go two and one. That's not bad. That's not bad. So <laughs> you just have to. Uh, can, sorry, is is the poll card on Twitter and YouTube? Yeah, they're yes. separate polls, but I add them together. Pog. So you that can vote. You can go twice. Whoa. <laughs> yeah, Bring you could vote twice. But yeah, vote. make sure to, to follow uh, the Plat Chat account on Twitter. You can vote there or you can vote on YouTube. And that'll contribute to uh, your viewer prediction record. <laughs> <laughs> we uh, do a lot of giveaways on Twitter. So make sure you follow us. Yep. <laughs> I, listen, I know you guys like skins. We're going to be giving away. Uh, we're going to give away the Endeavor Bucky on our Twitter account. <laughs> so make sure to follow for that one. <laughs> Is that all the stuff I had to do for that? Match number two. It's DRX <laughs> and Zeta Division. I this what? one, <laughs> dude, you off the goop. I'm what? not gonna lie. This one, I was just, I just said like, fuck it, dude. I'm just gonna see what happens. You know what I mean? You're crazy, <laughs> man. I don't uh, think Zeta Division are gonna win this game. <laughs> <laughs> You're crazy, man. Uh, this is not the match of the week. This is not the match of the week. Not the match of the week. Yeah, I mean, I'm not, I don't, I'm not even, I don't even, I really don't know why I picked them. I watched uh, the match, okay. thought to myself, well, this isn't very good gameplay. Eh, maybe they'll win. <laughs> just you want me to give you some, some points? Are you going to try and sell win. us on the Zeta win? It, 
Okay. Well, let me first <laughs> let me first defend my Fred, which is DRX have got a, a five map pool right now, which is incredibly wide. Um, their <laughs> mm-hmm. their permaban is a map that I mean, I suppose. I suppose Zeta Division wouldn't really want to play Bind in the first place, given how close they've been playing it to teams. No. But at the same time, I think in their heads, they consider it a good map for them. So they're going to be looking at that with a disadvantage. But they've got the unfortunate circumstance of their best map, Split, also being a map that DRX absolutely own at. So it's probably going to go to Split, like either Floated or pick first for... for I'm assuming DRX. I don't think it's going to get picked for, for Zeta Division. Uh, and that leaves it to, in my head, how I think it will go is based off of the fact that DRX haven't played much of it. And when they did play it, then they didn't look as good at it. Probably going to go to Icebox. And that is like a really pivotal map in the pool. Do I think they'll win that Icebox game? No. But I think that's the one they have to win it on. And then it goes to the, the floated map, which is probably going to be, <clears throat> I don't know. I mean, it's probably going to be like, what, Haven? Well, oh, how do you even cook up a Zeta Division win here? Uh, how did you do it? Okay, well, so they... DRX. Uh, okay, well, here, let me sell you. <laughs> DRX, DRX. They haven't performed. You know, they haven't lived up to the expectations. They haven't really performed very well on land so far. Uh, they're going up against the scrappy new team put together. Some of the Japanese talent, Laz, proven on land. By the way, we know Laz goes hard at land. You can't say that's not true, true because he also, does. So no you know Laz barrier. is going to show up, and then you got no you got barrier. you got the experienced multi-game all-star in Dep going to come through. Uses Iceland? That's experience. nothing. He's been playing Dota, Fortnite, Roblox, World of Tanks. <laughs> He's going pro in every goddamn game in Japan. Okay, so to play in a Masters Iceland, that's nothing for him. And then you got Ten as well. He had some crazy maps. So listen, they come in with they got they 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 come in. Firepower's on point. They get a decent, uh, I don't know how, but they get a decent map pool in the series against DRX. Yeah, that's not possible. See, that's the problem. That's where, that's where there's, there's really a roadblock in this impossible to craft narrative is that there's just what three maps could they play where they win? You can change your pick. You don't have to die no, on this don't hill. Let him, uh, not at this I'm point. I'm sticking with no. it. I'm sticking with it. Because it's going to happen now that this is... Because the thing is, if they play, like, Split and Icebox... Then they they lose both, but they have the best chance on Icebox. (laughs) I mean... There's just no hope. There's there's no hope. I I don't think there's no hope. There's no hope. I don't (laughs) think that there's no hope. Okay, if I had to put a percentage on it of Zeta Division actually winning the series... Yep. And I, I'm trying to be serious here. Like, what I'm trying to imagine what odds would I place large amounts of money on? And I think... I think I would still take it at 10%. I think I'd take 10 to 1. Yeah. Something like that. And maybe that is still way too generous to Zeta. Because I don't, I don't think I would expect to make money off Zeta Division. Yeah. Sure. I I will say though. I also I, I I really I don't think I don't think Vision Strikers were particularly impressive at Champions, and I think that some of their players that you expect to be heavy hitters were just kind of meh. Even at Berlin too, were kind of well, kind of meh. <laughs> stacks aside, 
So but, also, RB's swapped himself onto a much better role now for himself. Like I, I agree with RB, like that initiator role just wasn't. That was the person. That's what I was really thinking of when I was saying. But RB's yeah. currently pounded. I mean, he really is. Like the whole team is clicking, and yeah, it's yeah, they're not like favorites to win the tournament, but ah, oh, they're not gonna get upset by somebody like this. I'm sticking with it. I'm not okay, changing my enough. prediction. I'm sticking with it. They're gonna walk into RB repeatedly and feed. I'm sticking with it. You guys are gonna be crying crying and pissing when zeta division win <laughs> all right next up optic versus zershia i don't even remember okay optic <laughs> i swear if you went for zershia this one yeah optic i was gonna say did i put zershia i hope not because <laughs> optic are definitely gonna win i'm glad i went with the team that's gonna win on this one um which is optic. i do though think i do though think that optics um Map pool has looked a little shaky for a team that should have aspirations of winning this tournament outright. And I don't think Zersha's going to be able to punish that, but as they as they progress throughout the group stage, they're going to have to give away more than the other teams that have already locked themselves into playoffs. And I think one of the things that you want to be looking at is what their level looks like on Fracture. Because Fracture's a map that I don't think they're going to be insta-banning. Their insta-ban should be Breeze because they looked cap on Breeze even when they played it and they've been insta-banning it otherwise. But their Fracture... Might not be the same. Might not be like at that um, top level that we thought it was after the NRG game. Because every time they've played it since then, they just looked fairly limp, fairly readable compared to the other top teams in North America. So that that's certainly something I've got my eyes on if it creeps into the map pool in any of these games. Sure, I just think Optic are coming in with good comps. Ye's in in great form at the moment. Can't ask for much more than that, right? I mean, that's. It's got to be dodge enough to COVID. beat Zersha, I would hope. Just just dodge COVID. Yeah. And have fun here instead of being locked up for three yeah. weeks before yeah. getting COVID. <laughs> yeah. Victor's, Victor's been good, too. Um, oh, yeah, online. Post-champions. Post uh, all right. Well, that's an easy one. Crew versus Team Liquid. This one's tough. No, okay, apparently not. Not tough. <laughs> now, I, I actually have them my... My crew prep, yeah. So I haven't watched the crew vod. I'm just going off of what you guys have been saying about it. Okay, I don't think the the audience is going to look at this and they're going to think, well, okay. E even if you're thinking about last year, we actually had crew and optic pretty close, right? It was um, both teams made it to the semifinals of champions. Both organizations did really well over the course of the entire year. Had like big placements in some big tournaments, but they're actually both looking kind of wank right now, and. It is a battle of who can be the le least wank. And I don't know... I actually don't know that Liquid are in the lead. Yeah, I think, yeah. I, think I, I am really 50-50 on this game. The, and the fact that all four of us have gone with Liquid, I think, is going to give the impression that it's a clear-cut thing when it's nowhere near. Yeah. I think Crew could easily win this game. The, the more I think about it, the more I just want to switch my prediction, honestly. Um, because... I'm just I'm just not happy with Liquid, uh, and, and what they're talking about right now requires them to make such a shift in their mindset and um, and leadership structure that, with how they've been playing, I don't think they're ready to switch to a normal way. I yeah, I'm switching to Crew. I'm switching to Crew. Okay, I don't think that's unreasonable at all. all right, yeah, I, I'll allow it. Um... I, the, I was feeling EMA this game fans? was like a 60-40, so I went with Liquid. It was certainly right. not like 
80-20. I go with liquid, and we all pick liquid. Um, I, I, go on, I have liquid as a bottom four team at the event. Is that how you do the same? Bottom four, four team at huh? the event. Yeah, I think I think four. I think the community in yeah, I think the community in general is too high on liquid. Oh, oh, oh dude. <laughs> they got to him. Do you think he's still talking? Oh yeah, I was still talking. <laughs> well, tell, tell me about the, the community bottom, the in community, general. Yeah, the community in general. I think the community in general is overrating liquid based on their big name value and how well they did towards the end of last year throughout their yeah. LCQ run, that like Red Bull tournament that they did yep. really well in, and then the you know champions semifinals. Obviously, yeah. they were a really good team then. But if you actually look at what they've done this year, they don't have a single map where they look good. They don't have any comps that are new that they look impressive at. Um, they don't have a player that's particularly standing out or a meta element that they're doing pretty well at. All of their players are underperforming. They don't have an IGL that they believe in. They don't have a map that's their home ground. And, and they shouldn't even be here. And they shouldn't be here. Yeah. So this is a... They're going to make some big changes. They're going to probably swap their IGL around, change a bunch of their comps. And then it's just a punt on whether you think they can do it in time with a week to prep and go on a miracle yeah. run. Because you really shouldn't expect much from this team. And, and the community is expecting a lot from this team. My, my and the crazy part, uh... too, is that this meta should be perfect for them. Like, literally, they have the double up... And now there's an Asian that you could double out with, by the way. And, and the Varus Chamber's nasty. Yeah, it is, but they're it's just gone. That whole aspect of their play that got them through LCQ, that got them uh I well not wouldn't say got them deep at champions, but it's just it's just gone. And they have the players to do it. They have Yampi, they have Nevera. Like where where is it? You know? It's just my, not something that they're focusing on, and I think that's a mistake. My only they're focusing source... on Brim Omen. My only source of hopiates is that Liquid just always they, they, they always go through the phase of trying to innovate and bring out some new shit, and then they just go back to all reliable and are good again. And uh, I could see that happening, where they just revert to just kind of some some simple stuff. And hey, it works, and we made it out of the group. And we beat Crew, who are just looking kind of eh. It's coming in kind of yeah. flat. That's what that's what I'm hoping for, but because I, I don't know. It, it, it happened. I remember we were talking about this on it was like the last episode I did before I was I took a break, which was but basically just that. That I, I was like, hmm, well, I wonder if Liquid are gonna do that thing where they run experimental comps and don't perform very well and then just go back to what's working for them and then they're fine again. And maybe they'll just go back to what was working for them and we'll be fine again. They'll just run some NA looking ass comps with some actual scrim bucks. That is not happening. Okay. Well, Ooh. Uh, I still think Real they should be able bucks. to beat. Oh, I'm going to, I still think they should be able to beat crew because crew played with the Phoenix and that's all I've seen. From <laughs> Didn't watch the playing, ones, okay. just saw that. Haven comps is playing jet Phoenix worse than playing brim omen on Haven. Cause that's what you're comparing. Mm. You know, <laughs> that's <laughs> uh oh, oh, that was a jump scare. Oh. You know, that's a very good point, Josh. I would, I would rather have the the Wardell and drone comp than the the whatever the double smoke antics that, brim. that's going the color on. The haste comp. But you know what? Yeah. I'm going with liquid. I'm sticking with my guns. Here's All how right. I 
Go Here's on, how man. I think this match is going to go off. Go the fuck off, King. I'm, I'm about to go off. I think Liquid are going to come into this. They've said, they've spoken, or not all of them, but I think they've spoken about their kind of issues with confidence, IGLing at least. Maybe not confidence, but that's what I've been seeing in their recent gameplay from watching their recent games, is that sometimes they just seem to lose confidence, they lose the head, and then it, it's, it just falls to pieces for them um, a lot of the time. I think they should go into this. Hello. I'm... Hold on, maybe I can assist with this. Uh, I think they can go into this and... <laughs> and yeah, that's helped. They're going to be saying... Just they're going to be saying... Talking um, that Yeah, they're going to be saying, okay, we, we, weren't even gonna, we weren't even supposed to be here. Let's just give it a roll. Let's play roles we're comfortable with. <laughs> and let's just go into this. And let's just, let's just fucking have a good time. I think that is the best mentality you can go into with this. Because they were already, at least in the attitude, I think, of knowing that they had to make changes after that point, after not qualifying. I think you're not going to be... I don't know if you should be viewing this as like a salvageable moment in this roster's history. I think you should be going into this with a fucking whimsy buff. That is your goal. You need to be coming into this one. Scream needs to be playing fucking Rainer like it's 20, 2006. He needs to be playing Rainer. Soulcast plays Raze for some reason. I don't know what map. Just put him on Raze or something. I don't know. Maybe the Neon if he wants to have fun. Who, who the fuck knows? Yampy can play Jet, I guess. Let's play Triple Duelist. Why not? I, I don't know. Let's just... I, I, I think Triple Duelist. I know what you mean, though. I think, I think, I think they the, need to come into this. And I think they will to. come into it with that kind of mentality. I don't think they will. I don't know. I don't know them personally, but I feel like that I do. is. <laughs> and <laughs> and I'm going to tell you, they're not coming in with the whimsy buff, Bren. I think they're coming in with the anti-whimsy. They're coming in with the like, we don't deserve this. We you have can't to do, do that. Our, we have to do our best. We have to come in and 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 you know, uh, stake a claim for EU. I think they're not. They're coming in with the opposite of the whimsy. They're coming in with the serious. That's a horrific mentality to have if they are coming into it. I mean, we're, we're speculating on the mentality of these teams now. I look like yes. the fucking head from Power Rangers. <laughs> just in a tube. <laughs> just call it. I can't remember what his name is. Power Rangers or several. <clears throat> the, yeah, you've got to come in with the whimsy buff. You can't, you can't come into it fucking emo listening to... Uh, what is Lincoln it? Fucking XX, XXX Tenation. You can't, you can't come into it. Just, just emo as fuck. You've got to come into this. <laughs> You've got to come into this match with a bit of whimsy. Just the expectation Jordan. that you, you... Is that his name? There you go. You've got to come into this having fun, knowing that yeah. you weren't supposed to be here, but you've got to make the most of it. And honestly, you should be, I think, relying on the fucking raw fundamentals, the shit that yep. you know this team can do the well. Fundies. Trading, swinging, screams, clicking on fucking heads, just ripping off heads, you know. Maybe have a little bit of a snowball fight outside afterwards, you know. Just get get a bit of a team-building exercise going. I don't, I don't know. <laughs> yeah. Listen, Bren, I'm with you. I just feel like it won't happen. I just, I don't know. I just feel like it won't happen. And yeah. it's based off of, I don't know, I'm just like on a fucking podcast saying whatever. All right, so <laughs> next up, we've got the... Ooh. <laughs> we've got the bold predictions. Who will make it to the finals? Who will win and Team on left is predicted <gasps> winner. Ooh, new... Ooh! Oh! Ball and I both Damn. with the loud winning pred. Uh -huh. My man. We got Bren oh. with the G2 the G two pick? You trying to yep. go out to dinner with Mixwell? 
trying to be friends with Mixwell? <laughs> yeah, me and Carlos. Listen, I'm trying to trying to create that connection. You know, I hear I hear he likes to burn money. I'm a target for that. <laughs> listen, you can you can sponsor me. I'm ready to get a sponsorship. No, I think. Uh, oh, am man. I starting? Am I justifying yeah, the G2? No, no, no. I'm, I'm just saying Josh with Optic, just because we, we all got different shit. We all got yeah. different stuff, except for Ball and I. But none of us have the same t uh, pairing, at least. But Brent, you can you can start. What? What? Tell me about G2. Why are they winning? I said, I said on a previous episode, I'm getting the same vibes from G2 that I was getting kind of like when they were finding their footing uh, before Berlin. And uh, this time around, it's a little bit different because. My God, Nuki is unbelievable, and he's IGLing. I feel like the fact that they finally settled on that roster with Mixwell has unlocked something in them, and it's just like, uh, I don't know, like the, the stability has helped them so much in terms of just making improvements in the scene. They are probably the clear favorites in my eyes, I would say. Uh, I think there's no team that's really doing it better in terms of being able to... Um, I don't, I, don't, I don't want to call it on-the-fly adapting, but what I love about it is that one of the things that I can really tell, I think, from the calling is that a lot of the calling and calls that get made, I think it's relatively simple in, in the nature of what they're trying to plan around a map. And instead, they're relying a lot on the intuition of each individual player to make correct decisions. And the team just seems to be... Unlocking. Oh. Brent? Hello? I can hear you. Hello? I can hear him. Oh. Hello? You, I, 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 I believe, we, I can hear you now, Brent. I can hear you now. But could, could you repeat where that did, last Where did statement? I leave off? I don't even know. It was so, <laughs> it was just lagging in and out. And it was Basically, just, well, and it, okay. it mixed well. Real yeah, short terms. Carlos, I don't know what you're talking <laughs> G2, about. G2, G2 on fire. <laughs> Uh, they're playing yep. really well. Nuki's keeping a lot of the, the calls, I think, pretty simple, which is really cool. They're yep. relying on the individual intuition of the players, and I think that that, combined with the LAN, ex the, the LAN environment that they're now going to be placed into, is a mm. recipe for very good things, I think. That could I really take it further. They've yeah. been looking like they're playing really well. The, I, I I was considering having G2 as favorites as well, but I, you know, I went for Optic. But for me, G2... I've got two maps where they're potentially best in the tournament at them as well. Their bind has been just ripping through everybody in Europe, which is historically the best region for bind too. But I think Optic might have a claim to that title because their bind has just been looking monstrous over in North America. And even when they have pulled out at previous events, they've looked good even against the best teams in EMEA. They, they took Gambit to the very edge. They took Ascent to the very edge as well. So uh, I think that's going to be a great clash if we ever see that. Um, one of those teams is almost certainly the best in the tournament, maybe the world at bind. And then G2 have also got an insanely good icebox. Their icebox is fantastic. And their ascent has been really good too. And, and it's so interesting seeing the different people that step up on each of those maps. Um, they, they've got a cool system that's working fairly well right now. Um, and they've even retooled their Breeze, for example, too, with Nookie playing Jet there. They, they're just... every Every time they, every time they step up to the uh, to to a big match, they have something new or different, and I think it's especially evident the second time around, like when they rematch somebody. When they rematch Liquid, they dismantled them. They took their they took their double smoke comp, and they put it in the bin. They took their executes on split. And they dismantled them completely. And the difference uh, in how Avova was approaching things and how the team was moving around the map was just night and day. So 
in a double elimination format, I really think G2 are primed to get deep. If not, I mean, somewhere between number one and number three, I'm very confident in this team. But to me, Optic are the favorites just because they've been able to do, uh, they've been able to have deep runs before. They're essentially neck and neck for the top team in North America. Um, they're looking fierce in terms of tournament prep, specific prep against opponents. They have a break before they go into the top four. The, all of the pieces are there for this team to actually win a title this time around. Yeah, I was really struggling whether to put Optic in uh, in this as well. I think it was, well, either way, they they are very good. I think it was between these three teams, uh, plus the guard as well, that I was trying to wrap my head around. I just really think that this is the this is the time for the. I'm so sorry, comes. ball. I'm not laughing Hit. at you. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry, it's the headset I've got because I'm using a mic. I didn't mean to derail it. It's very uncomfortable. It's so both. wide. It's very uncomfortable wearing <laughs> around know. my neck. I, it's because I'm wearing it over another pair of headphones. <laughs> we can see that. <laughs> yeah. That's just, why it's wide. I'm sorry, but boy. Like, it's just, just uncomfortable. Yeah. It just suddenly, the just the shift in your appearance, you're just, your neck just appeared. It just grew, <laughs> and you just had a wide ass headset. On. Stop looking like you've been. You just got an accident. Have a neck wrapped like a neck brace all around you. <laughs> <laughs> oh my god, I'm sorry. But anyways, Go on, um, what was I saying? You know, <laughs> these teams are the best. <laughs> <laughs> oh my lord, <laughs> you look like Maz. You know, you know the character from Star Wars with the fucking goggles. I promise you, I'm not doing this for a skit. It just genuinely is very uncomfortable to I wear that it. thing around my neck and on top of my head as a normal headset. So right. this is—I've had a fucking epiphany while we were recording, and I thought, why not? I just do this, and it would be more uncomfortable. And it is. Yeah. It's more Isn't that squeezing. Your... <laughs> <laughs> That's what you look like. Oh my yeah. god! Yeah. I mean, I, I went with Loud winning because map pool's amazing. Players are all amazing. Um, I, I mean, I genuinely, I, f I feel like it's like the, the quality of player on this team is, is just, it's M3C-esque. Like, they just, across the board, they have guys yeah. who can take over the game from support players to duelists. It doesn't matter. They all have the ability to take over the game individually. Hospice um, is fucking insane. Like, yeah, all that is. shit you were telling me about Musera, I was like, man, I, don't, I just don't see it. I just never see it. And this is... Oh, he's dead. Oh, So this this hotel internet is different. Hospice <laughs> the truth. Uh... But yeah, Auspice is the fucking, Auspice is the truth. But this whole roster is just stacked. I mean, even, uh, it feels almost like a silly comparison, but if you think about like just what we were seeing from Vikings at Champions and what they were doing with you just had Saucy and Sodhawk realistically, and they yep. still made it competitive against Gambit at the time. Bro, I mean, now with this roster, I mean, I, I really think that this is the time to take it. I, I, I don't think I would have predicted them to win, <clears throat> excuse me, if FPX were here. But I, I think that, especially with the current, with the with the state yeah. of the field and everything, I think it's just their time to win. I, I think yeah, that, that they're the most complete team here. That was my point about um, just like 
the circumstances right now, plus the fact that we've never had um, just like a random result in the grand finals, and that will happen. I mean, that will happen. Just maybe that's a stupid way to predict things. I mean, it definitely is <laughs> that, oh, random shit is going to happen, but... Um, this would be every, the event for it. Every single event so far has been very straightforward. We could, like, the teams who are in the grand finals, we understand. Sentinels Fanatic, Optic Gambit, like, maybe Optic was a little bit of a surprise. Um, and then Champions Ascend Gambit. Like, those are good teams. Those, like, those are yeah. really good teams. They're all in contention at the beginning. And now I see that this is, like, the time. Uh, what? <laughs> Just uh, what's sorry. going on with Bren? Sorry. Sorry, what sorry, is sorry. happening? <laughs> no, keep it up. I like it. The noise no, is great. I'm, this is okay, I'm chaos. Distracting. <laughs> Actual I think chaos. What's, what, I think what's so cool to me about this, though, is that I, I feel like I could reasonably have put Guard easily into yep. my top two. And then if I wanted to take a punt on Loud, which you guys don't consider a punt, but I would consider a bit of a Dark Horse punt, kind of I would... I, I think that, that... I think they do actually have a chance of winning the tournament, which yep. I don't think i've ever said about a drx super team hmm. which they're always the comparison that i like to make because they're currently dominating a region that isn't as good we know that brazil is not as competitive as like an na or emea in terms of being able to win these events but it, it is a more competitive region with deeper teams and so i i'm drawing the comparison and thinking well i've never thought that was possible for drx at least as far as i can remember whereas i really do think this is a possibility albeit somewhat slim, for Loud to win this. I think it's just so cool that the field is this open. There isn't actually a favorite. It is really cool. There's not it? one favorite. Yeah. Yep. I can't really remember the last time we went into a tournament where we would have four different teams. Yeah, because we've certainly thought there were favorites and been wrong before, but we've mm. never just had a tournament where we think it's pretty even between like the top three, four teams. At least yeah. from what I can recall. Uh, my my brain not working. None of us <laughs> none of us did go with the guard for for the win. Um but yeah I suppose what, to, to that what would you're be saying such a miracle. I, I don't yeah, think that's run. because we we have any doubt in the guard. Because if the guard win, I would say okay. Yeah. yeah. Pretty yeah. reasonable. <laughs> Pretty reasonable to me, honestly. If G2 win, it's like, oh, okay. If Optic win, sure. Yeah. All right. <laughs> like, it is, the, the, it, it is just, it does the feel The other open. team we don't have here, the other team we don't have, none of us have, even in the top two, is Fnatic. Yeah. And I understand that they're playing with a stand-in, possibly two stand-ins, but if they, if we assume that they're able to get to playoffs, so they're in their upper quarterfinals, and they have Durka back. So they're only oh, playing true. with a single standard. Oh, that booms everything. I think, I that think changes it, then, everything. I think they actually, even with a stand in, yeah. have a chance of winning the tournament. Well, I think it'd be them and G2 still, because G2 beat them in with their sure. entire roster, right? Um, yeah, I mean, I'm not saying they'd be favorites. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But I think they're another team that you have, you actually have to throw into. Like they at least could make grand finals, uh, and that's kind of mad because they'd be doing it with a stand-in. But I still think the caliber of that team and what they've showcased recently—that that duo at the front of Durka Boaster—is just functioning so fucking well. Yeah, yeah, I think that's. Um, I don't know. I think even if that's the case, I think I'm sticking with my top two, honestly. I think the guard yeah. have done nothing but improve while showing uh, like a, a humble 
um, sort of general attitude to, to their approach where it's just yeah. very teamwork and um, uh, uh, just teamwork oriented, a teamwork driven team that just and also no has skilled players. And I think yeah. that them setting very reasonable expectations for themselves and managing those um, has been one of the things that has allowed them to, to consistently improve. They're good at taking things one step at a time. I know that's sort of one of the ideas that MC tries to instill. Um, and I, I think, I think they get that mad nerfed by being in playoffs, by the way. What's I think up? That this team is this team is the one team that I'd be like they should play in groups, and because that, in my opinion, is a part where a new team like this will be able to gain the experience, gain the confidence, uh, playing mm -hmm. on stage and all that stuff. Out of any team, I think that that hurts their chances significantly. Possibly, though they may get a, a fairly not easy, but they might get a. a they might get uh, like an easy-ish game in the in the first round of playoffs, and maybe they it, it it's cl closer than we would expect, and then they are able to play yeah. better past that. But I, I would be more worried if it was single elim. Yes. Yeah, exactly. Because it's double elim, it's not as bad, but it's still yeah. valid. I think it's still valid. All right. Well, let's move on to rankings. <laughs> the the rankings of power for the tournament. This is going to be good. Master's I mean, one power rankings. This is this is Ooh. going to be tough given what we had essentially just talked about, which is that we have so many teams fairly even at the top. Now, yeah. I, I I think I I can I assume Ball and I will put Loud at number one. Josh would say Optic, and Bren would say G two G two as a sort yeah. of starting reference. Sure. Yeah, I mean, maybe I wouldn't argue that Laud is like 100% powered at one, but I just feel like conditions are right. Sure. But. I think that's... I, 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 see where you're, I see where you're coming from there, yeah. Um, this is really I, hard. So I would like... I think when you're predicting who's going to win the event, there's some level of taking into account like, uh, you know, a team going on a run or something like that. Yes. With power rankings, I, the way that I tend to think about it is more like... Somewhat evidence-based. Yeah, like who's, straight who's, up, you're putting on your fucking DBZ scanner and asking what the fuck is their power ranking. That's it. Like, <laughs> that's all you got to do. Yeah. So you press the button. So, and... so I'd like... <laughs> True. Loud power. I'd like to make the high. case for Optic. Okay. Because they are the team that's gone deeper, deepest in any of these tournaments, apart from Fnatic, who did make, you know, finals of Reykjavik, but they're getting hard enough by using two stand-ins. They, they were essentially number one, I mean, not essentially I'll join one, you on that but they're, you know that they're, they're this far away from being the number one team in North America and made it into the grand finals via the upper bracket by beating the guard anyway so they've you know they've traded series so I think they're kind of they're, they're like the the de facto number one until shown otherwise is the way that I'm thinking about it, it you know if, if loud need to win they need to prove that they're better than these teams that would otherwise be considered just yep. above them by default. That, that's how, that's my approach to these kind of things. Sure. Yeah. I, I would be inclined to agree, but also, yeah, I understand. I, yeah, I understand your points about the experience. I, I would want G2 
following closely afterwards, though. But I don't know if people are, want to be arguing over this because the second spot, the, honestly, the top four is very difficult. I yeah. think. I mean, like we've been saying, is the entire who would thing win is... if Optic and G two played tomorrow? Optic, Optic. Because I, I think G two, but obviously I. <clears throat> predator wins, so. I mean, they actually, it would be a fucking banger of a game as well because the map pool is so good with these two teams. I mean, Bind would be an absolute banger. Icebox would be an absolute banger. Ascent yeah, would be an absolute banger. God. Yeah, I think, I think G2 would probably win on Icebox, but it'd still be a fun game. I mean, yeah, 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 Optic yeah. still like playing that map. Ascent, uh, Optic love playing on Ascent, and G2 have been doing really well on it too. I mean, I think Split three would be loud favored towards for the Optic. Guard. Yeah, I think these all. Yeah, that's I that fine. would be my proposal. Three loud for the guard. Yeah, yep. that's fine with me. I think the guard have already showcased though that they're not. They're a rookie team, but like I don't know. I'm, not, I'm not letting Optic loud go down finals. to fourth. And two of us <laughs> predicted is, they're winning the tournament, buddy. I don't think they're the third best team coming into it. I can I completely agree with your viewpoints where you think they can go on a run. Right, a bit of a heater. But if the if Loud and the Guard were to play tomorrow, I would also give it to the Guard. I think I would give it to Loud. Oh, well, listen, but that's 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 okay. I don't want to get a tomorrow. That's not my 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 thought on Loud winning is not that they're going to be on a heater. I mean, I think they're just going to win because they're the best team there. I think mm. that they're just going to win because they're better. Um, you know, to me, it's it's G two that but, maybe might end up being a bit overrated on this by you know by virtue of like. Um, what the average is that you expect from this team. They have been looking really good recently, but they, they're the team actually that has gone on a bit of like a, a heater run towards the end of VCT rather than consistently showing the entire year that they're like a top two team in the world. Yeah, they they're super volatile. They like haven't done that, yeah. Yeah. So, so for me, my G2 faith comes from, from the fact that I know that they can adapt, that they're really good the second time around rematching teams, so I feel good about them in double OLM. Yes. They've been showcasing recent improvements. I think that improvement's going to continue. You know, it's it's quite a lot of like intangible stuff that goes into my head when I'm thinking about how good G2 are. So to me, they, they actually aren't just like on paper second best team. I just think they're going to make the grand finals. So I actually feel like the guard are on paper better than G2. Mm. I, I would, Which I would be willing to swap those positions. So fucking hard. <laughs> oh, he's and, dead. And we don't even. Hey. Not... That's an NFT. <laughs> oh, Bala's gone as well. Oh no, he's no, no, back. I'm here. I'm here. I'm here. <laughs> I'm back. Yeah, that, uh, this is why I hate power rankings. It, it's like it's no, no, so no, 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 no. Don't say that. This is our, this is our bread and butter. This is. The, <laughs> this hot I love podcast. power rankings. We love power rankings. <laughs> They actually yeah. make a lot of sense. This is what you guys should use to rank. Like, screw VLR, screw the spike.gg. This is the official Valorant rankings. I think this is acceptable. The guard, loud, G2. I think it's so here, here, My only acceptable. concern is uh, how we decide to rank Fnatic. Uh, because uh, I think knows? Durka coming What's... back is a major... Can we put them two places? With Durka, without Durka? <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Oh, movie Whoa. magic. How did he do that? How did he do that? How the hell did he do that? How? Okay, but but where would you put them with Durka? Because uh, I'm struggling with that because I still think two. I'd oh, move everything down. Dude, I think that's too high for a team with a stand-in. I think Brave has been Durka. incredible with this team. 
But I think Bravaf has done so much for this squad. But the, I, the, has he done things that Firoth cannot replicate? I don't know. I'm, I'm, I'm maybe concerned about his breach. Yeah, That's the breach. The you thing think that Firoth has the about. same double shock dart lineups? I don't know. Yeah, absolutely. Why not? Do <laughs> oh. you think Firoth has the same fragging and clutch potential? I mean, Bravaf has literally just been winning them rounds. The kind of stuff that you don't really see from Firoth. Anybody who comes on Fnatic just wins them rounds, I feel like. <laughs> We've got just... blue Fnatic. Damn. It's literally Whoa. Super Saiyan Fnatic. Yeah, that's kind of sick. <laughs> <laughs> I like that still a lot. <laughs> That might have been the best one. That might have been the best one yet. That might have been the uh, best one yet. That was good. Don't know what good. you're laughing at. Oh God, that's so funny. Um, beautiful. I like it. Just leave it like that. Okay. Right. Yes, I, honey. Okay. I'm still... Okay, but but if we're gonna rank them without Durka, then they need to slide down the list. No, 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 it's fine. It, it, the viewers will understand. Yeah. It, it's the, the, the Super Saiyan fanatic is one, two, it. three, four. Yeah, like it's just yeah but I'm saying they're not fifth. They're not fifth with Hyber and Firoth. No, no, no. I agree. No. Right. Who else then? That's uh, where Paper Rex go. would be Diet DRX. DRX? No? Yeah. yeah, DRX, I think. DRX, no. Paper DRX, no. Paper X? No, I think pa I, Paper X are guaranteed into playoffs. Okay, but this is and power I, ranking. Yeah, we're ranking power. Yeah, here, yeah Josh. okay, teams, okay, yeah. okay. But I think Paper I, X got a lot of power. Forsaken's, bro, Forsaken's playing Yoru. Put him in six. You know he's about to do... <laughs> bro, every bro. time we've seen Yoru on an international stage, one time, it's... I'm not that high up. No, it's going to be better than that, trust me. Bolly, you can't tell. People are going to be shooting be the, the little Yoru running around, getting self-flashed and shit. Like, oh, what's going on? People aren't going to know what's happening. They haven't played think, against you it before. You think Chat and Boaster haven't been fucking around with Yoru already, knowing how to play it? I think it should be Fnatic. You think Fnatic with two stand-ins beats Paper X and Crew and Liquid and yes, stuff? Yes, but I'm yeah, also maybe. lower on Paper X and the rest of these teams. Crew, I'm, I'm going to stay out of because I haven't watched their VODs yet. But mm. I could see this. I think Paper X are going to be better than... Better <laughs> where's than we're, Crew? We're putting them. We should on Crew, but come on, man. I think Paper X are going to go dumb, stupid even. I think Crew will probably come in at 8th. Don't they? Over Liquid? Over probably. Zercha? Yeah. yeah. Over Dude, the Crew is better than Paper Jamma X. Wearing come on ninjas? Now. let's not be ridiculous. Crew do you actually think so, though? Yes, yes, I do. 100%. I think Paper X have got... They have Kaznit! He's simple! The next simple! It's so... <laughs> like. Yeah, he has... They also have Nags. Yeah, and he's... Bro, Nags has clutched every... Stop hitting on Nags, bro. Nags has clutched every fucking big series for them ever in the lifetime of crew. He is that's God. No, no. Let, let's just, let's just reframe that. Nags uh -huh. has been asleep for the first three quarters of every big series they've ever yeah, played. you don't need him sometimes, you know? But, like... It... <laughs> <laughs> Josh, <laughs> They're playing 4v5 up until the that's, end. That's bullshit. That's like, that's like saying Hiko doesn't help until he clutches, which is bullshit. <laughs> Exactly. You're, you're capping, yep. Josh. Yep. Capping off a stack, my G. Do mm. you, you feel strongly about crew being in seventh? Yes, I do. I very much do. Okay. But I, I, I want my Paper X in eighth. I think they're going to... I, I like Paper X. Forsaken and Jing are going to show, show dude, people. Dude, Forsaken is going to go stupid. Everybody's going to be like, oh, dude, if we're making a top 20 list... 
for actually I'm gonna tell you right now, if we're making like a top twenty list after or something, or like the top twenty performers, the thing Forsaken's gonna be like numbered like eight, nine. He's not gonna be number eight. <laughs> right. What you think he's higher? What? Right. No, I think he's going to be lower than oh, number okay, eight. Okay, okay, yeah, I agree with that. No, I think he's, he's going to get like the 16. heat placement on the top twenty list. Of oh, because ACS and stuff now, but that doesn't matter. Like, if you actually watch, man. No, no, no. I'm, I'm talking. No, I'm talking about the top twenty list that matters. Ours. Oh, I'm talking about the hypothetical oh. one. Man, I'm gonna he be is the, a fucking I'm, good player. I'm gonna be though. in the top twenty. Listen, I'm actually gonna rank like I'm gonna make it good, okay? Because y'all's were shit. Like, what the fuck was all of that? There's nothing that made sense okay, in those okay. lists. Uh, you for, make one for this event, then. I will. Okay, I will. Hundred percent. We're going into it tomorrow. It? Yeah. Okay. Do we have, I want to like, see we, that. Are we all making them tomorrow? I'll, I'll make one. Mm -hmm. I've already we'll revealed them on the next episode when the game's alive. But we'll say we made it beforehand. We'll figure something out. Okay. This we can is, just tweet or something. This we have, we have to finish the ranking. Yeah, what's the? We have to finish the ranking. <laughs> Number nine. Right. Okay, just put just put. NIP. Team Liquid. Team Liquid. Come on, bro. Team NIP Liquid. are primed to boom a team like Liquid right now. Team Liquid is too low too, but it's Liquid okay. are going to be trying to Fine. do strats and stuff. Won't matter. I don't think they're gonna try and do. DRX is fifth, man. This is a little. This is a little crazy to me. I, well, who do you put above them? I, I just shift everything up. Put DRX right around uh, eighth, where where PaperX is. And I just why? don't believe and what. Yeah. What are you talking no about? Shot. Are you watching man. the same no game as me? There like is DRX. no way. Thing, bro, they always choke, man. Fucking no, eight. they've been. This is the best. Don't, don't listen to these fucking. Don't listen to these haters. I agree Korea with you. Hopia, man. They, Dude, they, 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 they lose. lose the, like, come on, man. But they, they lost to the Gambit. I'm with you, Bala. Uh huh. Yeah. And, and then Don't just say they lost to Gambit. lost to Cloud9 and Fnatic. Don't just say they lost to Gambit. They got stomped by Gambit. That was so long ago. I know. I know. But you, if you're gonna use revisionist history, then I have to correct it at least. Otherwise, it's gonna be. Okay, Tell Cloud9 and Fnatic though, they got they got You're grouped right, by two teams that were incredibly <laughs> good. Quiet. They yeah, had an insanely okay. difficult Same. group. Yeah, they were then... they were way better than the teams that ended up making it deeper than like for example, didn't Secret make the fucking quarters and oh. X10? They were better than X10. Too far, bro. Nope. Yes, they were better than X10. They were absolutely better than X10. X10 mad overrated because they beat a fucking victor with COVID after they got smashed the first time around. Overrated. Nope. Yeah, that, I agree with that actually. Yeah. I, yeah. DRX. Shoot them DRX back up the list. Okay. All right, all right. Here, here. Leave them in fifth, but we do a Wyatt clause here. We put a Wyatt clause. If they don't fucking perform again, we're never talking about them. We're, we're just done talking about them True. until they do something. Okay, but they don't have to get True top five. They have to get top six because Fnatic are also above them if they get Durka back. So they are in sixth place if Fnatic get Durka yeah. back. So as long as they make top six, we can no, still keep talking five. about them. Okay, yeah, sure. Okay, fine. Yeah, fine, fine, fine. <laughs> it's got to be top five. Yeah. <laughs> it's got to be top even five, even got though we back. ranked them six. Yeah, no, let's shake on it. Top Josh, five only. You know what? I'm putting my I'm putting my foot down. I don't yeah. want to talk about DRX and get excited about them and be like, oh, are they going to perform at Berlin too after we don't watch them for three months and they finish in <laughs> six because they beat the boring teams and then they lose to the good teams. and then we That's just, what they are. They're the fucking gatekeepers, but that's exactly where we've ranked them. Yeah. yeah, which is why I'm I saying that's so. A fair if ranking, they, and also, we have the most footage that we've had on them in ages. If DRX 
don't get a win against Holly Molly. Fucking against- <laughs> oh, dude, but, yo, come the fuck on. We're, we're, you're, we're, we're rated loud at where? Fourth? Third? Yeah, because they're fucking an loud. And, which is an underrated. Which is an underrated. fucking crazy here. I, I, under- I got to speak up about this. I got to speak up. What is this loud shit? About? I, listen, loud are a good team, but why are they? Why have we got them in third? You look like, because you look like you're, they're you're winning. Look at you. I mean, you you, you look like you're streaming on Justin TV getting mad at Call of Duty. You're in a rage mind. montage from Dude, 2009. This quarantine is ending me, bro. I'm, I'm staring at this wall. My desk is a triangle. It's a piece of wood. I can't fit anything on it. You're gonna fucking... My laptop's 100 degrees at every point of the It's a triangle, and you know what the fuck the loud symbol is? What? Damn. It's a triangle. Shut up. We're not going there. No, no. My laptop is 100 degrees Celsius in front of me right now. It does not cool down past that point. I'm going crazy. Why do we have loud so high up? You want them lower? By one point, yeah. By one point? One position. I want G2 a third. No. Not Listen, like loud this. or a we fantastic a team. Least, it's potentially like... potentially a best looking team. If no, in fact, I'll say without a doubt, the best looking team we've seen out of that region. Yeah, Saucy's handsome. G2... Without a doubt in my mind. But... G2 made the grand finals in the EMEA. <sighs> exactly. Region. Exactly. Yeah, 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 yeah. Okay, okay. Sorry, why I I I think I have to. Now I'm not a manning ship. Loud is going to win, but oh my G- word! But G2 <laughs> EMEA is God region. Like I come on, we have Optic and the Guard above so them right now, cap. and it's and it's so sad. All the EU teams that are good uh, aren't here, unfortunately. <laughs> <laughs> but but G2 still got to the finals. Like come on! Oh my God! Hey, hold up! Hold up! Hold up! G2 beat our Lord and Savior's Gambit. Like they fucking. Uh, I mean. Yeah. yeah, but the circumstances. We're about to do that thing again, where where no, before no, Iceland. Remember when Sean said before Iceland, the best EU teams aren't even here. Yeah, we are. We're definitely doing that thing. They're not even I mean, here. That is, that's right this time. Yeah, <laughs> but it is. It was right last time too. I mean, actually, literally <laughs> said last time, no FPX. <laughs> Except this time, it's actually it's based no and factual that there's no <laughs> FPX and they're the best team. So, uh, yeah, I mean, actually. Actually true, actually accurate. Which also, uh, 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 an amendment. If Fnatic was full strength, Durka, Brave, Af, like, it's fine. It, yeah, it would still be enough. there. It wouldn't, okay. Maybe the statement still would have been true, but I mean. But the, the, we, we got away from the important point, which is that I was going to say if DRX, we got away from what was important, my uh-huh. take, okay? <laughs> if DRX don't beat one of the teams we have ranked above them in this list, we're not talking oh, about them again off yes they have to even if they lose even if they beat like g2 and then lose two games and go out or some shit like that if drx don't beat any of those teams we're not talking about them anymore yep yep i'm done i'm done i'm done that doesn't seem fair (laughs) (laughs) i think it's completely fair i think it's completely fair yeah. Here's look, what's gonna look happen. at what happened to we. Okay. I said the I, same thing about you. FPX, and look at them now. Look yeah, at FPX okay. now. They're doing oh, yeah, stuff, like, and I heck and love FPX. Like and they I would have picked FPX to win this them. shit if they were here. Like they heard you say, "Oh, I'm not going to talk about them until they do something," and it, it fired Doom Bros up. It really motivated him yeah, to make the did. team better. It did. I mean, I get I get fucking DMs from the players that are like, "Haha, proved you wrong, you little bitch," and stuff like that. <laughs> I mean, I, 
<laughs> I mean, not exactly like that, but I, close I, enough. I, I've gotten that too. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Live in rent free. Um, so I'm t- I'm, I'll listen. tell you how it's going to go. I'll tell you how it's going to go for DRX. This is what's going to happen. They make it out of their group. Yep. They beat Fnatic, and you say, oh, it doesn't count because Fnatic were using two standards. Yeah, correct. And yeah, then, if they have two standards, know, I'm going to say that, yeah. Yeah, okay. Then they make it to the playoffs. They get seeded against the the second seed from the other group, right? That that uh, you know, it's either going to be like Liquid or Crew. No, they or would be seeded against the uh, one of the it's co- random seeding. playoffs. No, it's it's random seeding well, for the playoffs teams. Uh, for the teams coming out of groups. Ah, okay. So they, they get seeded against, against somebody. Okay, so they get they get seeded against like Paper X or something. Yeah, right. And they beat Paper X, and, and you're like, well, doesn't matter. They yep. they beat Paper X. They smash them. Yep. Then they're going to go up against the two teams that make it to the grand finals and they're going to lose 2-1 in really close games and you're going to say, I'm never talking about this dog shit team again. They always choke. No, that's, I wouldn't say that. That's what's going to happen. No, no, no. Even no, though no. they look nuts. I would not say, I'm not talking about this dog shit team. They always choke. I would say, I'm not talking about DRX until they do something. Because that doesn't mean they're a dog shit team. Doesn't make mean they're a, a bad placement. team. It just means, nah. I'm not talking about they may, but they would make it deep. Eh. Making a deep no, placement is what you're expecting for this squad. You know, I, I think we should get our lawyers involved in the uh, drafting of this Wyatt clause, uh, just, and we can loop back to it next. next I just I can't get excited anymore. I remember when I, I used agree, to remember yeah, when I boring. used to get excited about Vision Strikers. Josh, there's medication for that. You remember what? I, <laughs> 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 I just yeah, <laughs> Vision Strikers really used to. They used to do something for me. <laughs> they, uh-huh. Watching those set executes when stacks would fire off the fault line, and I—that I, used to do this something for me. This is the set execute me. meta. This is the set exec meta. Yeah. Not doing I don't care anymore. anymore. I don't care about set executes anymore. I care about headshots. That's I could it. go to a Joshua yeah, Wilkinson about... video from 2020, and I could see it's... the same strat being run from DRX. Like true. You can't lean on true. the set shit. I like the fact that they've drifted more into. Like the individual player, the adapting, the mid rounding, the good, the good stuff. I, I... Yeah, tell me about the mid rounds, dude. I know. I'm, I'm, I'm actually really high off on DRX more than I thought I would be. Yeah, I, I'm surprised to you're not film that high Friend, Do you have like a chat. beanie you could put on top of your head? No, that you didn't bring really a beanie funny. to Iceland. No, is it cold I, over you're there? Gonna, you're gonna have a cold head. <laughs> yes. Well, I'm not planning on going outside that much. Fair enough. You're just gonna do the <laughs> event from your hotel room, I guess. Yeah. Okay. I'm, I'm, I'm still not happy, by the way, with the bottom of this power rank. <laughs> oh. <laughs> oh my <laughs> god, dude. We how long? How long has the episode been? Sorry. Four NIP. Hours. NIP is we, not the tenth best team here. Three people who are jet lagged, sleep deprived, and Wyatt from home. What are you talking about, Josh? Jet NIP is I'm not, not jet lagged anymore. You actually. want NIP lower than tenth, Josh? Yep. Yes. Oh my god. Who do you want above them? I I would like Zersha oh above them. You're NIP crazy, should man. be at least above Liquid. A- NIP is Actually, yeah, that a, might be a lot. NI- <laughs> NIP is a team that is lost just, in the depths. At this of point, time I'm just trying to show Rainer. chaos. Dude, what, I, what happened to your Rainer hatred? Yeah, what happened? Well, he, I mean, I don't just, like. I, I mean, I think the Reina pick is not great, but I think that NIP. There are teams at this event that are primed for boomage, primed and ready for a boomening, and NIP are going to deliver it. These teams are going to. They're they're not. Yeah. They're not expecting Sentinels Light to come in with the Reina jet and just pound them, but that's what's going to happen. I think they will expect it. 
No, they won't. Yeah, no, I they're mean, not watching the bond. <laughs> they're not preparing. I mean, I'll tell you what people aren't preparing for. I'll tell you what people aren't preparing for. Shandy and John aren't prepared for the amount of raw fucking fish that they're going to get hit with if they go up <laughs> against Sersha. Just unbelievable amounts of raw I just, fish. I just, I just don't, I don't see where you're getting this from. I'm not that high on them. I think they're 10th. But do you think I that... would put NIP over them just off the basis that I think mm. a simple strategy works. A, a team with a simple strategy with good fundamentals and good mechanics, I think, would beat a team like Zersha that are getting in a bit of the, you know, when, when the fucking chaos kicks off, when the, when the utility's hitting the back of the site and shit's going wild. They're the kind of team that's swinging out against three players. Uh, what, NIP aren't. NIP are super fucking disciplined, are they? John just galloping into the front no, lines. John actually role-playing as the fucking Dathrocky, Dath <laughs> the, 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 the fucking hordes that just ran into the dark. It's not just, yeah. It's John <laughs> running into the dark and extinguishing an entire species. That, that is what John does on the regular. I, okay. I don't want to do this ranking forever. That's the I preface. Now hear me out. <laughs> I, think, <laughs> I think, Kurt, can you show it on the screen really quick? I would personally put Zersha, <laughs> I think, maybe at number nine here and move down Liquid. What's this and, and kick NIP oh. off the thing. This way. I think we're underrating Zersha a little bit. Yeah, the, this is the X10 team. They have oh, some the team that did really well. good players. I mean, I yeah. feel like everything you Brendan you were just saying applies them. to them about the the fundamentals and the, all that. You know, no, I didn't. That see whole that point, I feel like, applies to them. I think they have a lot of talent on that roster across the board. The boys of Sushi, you know. I, did you see the same Brent, trap plays coming up? No, I didn't. I didn't see the set play stuff. But what I did see was they were making some of the right decisions trying to deal with the set plays that were coming at them from paper x they didn't just fumble the fucking limes and spill themselves all over the place sure. fumble the limes yeah right yeah okay i think so we, we've settled on this and liquid are a bottom four team oh my god wow so he actually got his thing in that's crazy this is we, bullshit but it's i I'm, i've lost the will to dude, argue is this is gonna get fucking like every every fucking time obviously yeah, the good. power rankings aren't gospel Shh, but this shit's we stop. are giving ammunition to the social media managers stop. and i've had enough i've had enough i've had enough of it <laughs> we keep getting used in these clout posts and i don't have enough clout to give <laughs> i got barely any clout i can't afford a webcam look at this <laughs> How to give around? I know it's actually farming us for it. It's actually sad. They they just they, they just, just post another fucking tier list of of who, what your favorite fast food is on YouTube. Fucking team number A. I don't know. <laughs> Fuck off. <laughs> I mean, yeah, you're right. You know what, Bren? You're right. Okay. Well, is that final. Put it up that's for the last. Shot. Unless any breaking news, Kurt? Did a TSM sign someone yet? <laughs> Any bur Yep. I'm I mean, locked TSM in. actually have announced the the like structure for their roster, but I don't want to talk about it. I'm locked <laughs> in. Did they actually announce the roster? I mean, it already got reported or something, but again, please, I don't want to talk about it. Yeah. But I really want to. Uh, okay. Fine. No three hour episode talking talk about, about TSM. Josh, think about how many views we'd get if we got to talk about Iceland. 100 Thieves and TSM? My god. 
We'd be fine. <laughs> TSM be the best team at Iceland? Rich. All right. But we won't. That's fine. It's the weekly award. Last segment. Roll the, the, roll the clip. Segment. Wide's weekly award. This ball is crushed. All right. Man, what a shot. All right. This week, the award goes. You're not going to believe who it goes to this time. This week, the award goes to tens. Is dog. Because he's <laughs> just so. Look at, look at how cute this dog is. <laughs> Look at how cute this the Ten's new dog is, huh? Oh, that's very cute. Look at the wow. little guy. You that's have been replaced guy. with a corpo clout machine. <laughs> what do you mean? What do you mean? Just look at that. Look at how cute that little poodle is, dog. Josh. Dog, dog video. Dog. dog video. Ten's. Uh, you've just got all of the ingredients for a, a viral trending short that you've just cre created <laughs> and no substance, none whatsoever. What do you mean? I mean, you're actually, you've been ingrained That's into the 100 feet system. This episode. I think there's a lot of <laughs> yeah. substance in this. Look at how cute oh, that, that dog that is. That is an insanely cute, cute dog. dog that though. is a cute, that is a heckin' cute dog. You a heckin' love Tenz's dog. Is it, what is, is the dog? Did it go to the dog or did it well, go I to I thought ten? you were giving it to Evie on the mic stand. No. What were you saying, Brian? Who did, but who did it go to? Did it go to the dog? Yeah. Okay. <laughs> it goes, Do you know the, the dog's name? Yeah. What's like the dog's any, name? Yeah, like at least give us some human interest. I don't know. I just dog, saw this clip. Interest. <laughs> what? <laughs> you just saw one clip of a dog and you were like, I've got to give an award to that dog. It'll really appreciate it. What happens was I was watching Tenz's stream and he Kurt loves Tenz. Yeah, I, I watch Tenz all the time, <laughs> and he brought out the pup, and I'm like, "This is cute. I'm gonna clip it and show it to Wyatt because I like pups." Yep. And he's like, "That's that's going to our Wyatt's with the award." Very cute dog. Yep. Wow. See, it's yep, uh, that a very cute dog, which is why the dog has won the award. Mm. Congratulations, Tenz's dog. <sighs> You've won the weekly this award. The, this is the week leading into Iceland. Yeah. Yeah. You're right. Yeah, Iceland starts Sunday. You're right. Okay, just just making sure you knew. Yeah. <laughs> who, am I who am I supposed to give it to leading into Iceland? What has... Josh, what has happened in this past week? NIP qualified for the event this week? Yeah. I mean, Hyber uh, and Firoth are filling in. Uh, I'm glad. Did you see Wait, the dog I, clip? Do you like dogs, Josh? <laughs> Josh, did you see the dog clip, though? That's my question. Uh, right, I give up. I give up. I give up. Okay. That's fine. I can't believe you One hate minute. dogs. Oh, with a passion. All right. <sighs> well, that's the end of... Uh, that's Well, that's the end of the episode. There's no breaking news. We all look so pissed. Like, it's over. Well, <laughs> we just all left... Dude, I'm... Follow our Twitter. All right, well... This episode was bullshit, and we'll see you next week. <laughs> Bye. <laughs>